0: Welcome. This is episode 131 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Uh, This week we are... We lost Robert. He had to go deliver something to a customer. He's working. At last minute, so... Working hard. So now we have Megan. Megan's back.
1: It's been a while. Yeah, I know. I was starting to think that maybe y'all just didn't like me anymore. we We were like all...
2: Well, I wasn't healthy last week, but I'm better now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every, I'm always here. I just and find I, out. I usually find out on the day of that someone is not well or going to be here. It's,
2: Look, it's I didn't fine. know what was happening. With, I, I canceled like all my plans last Tuesday and
1: everything. It's fine. I know when I'm not wanted. it is
0: rough. Well, at least you know it. Well,
1: I wasn't <laughs> here last Tuesday anyway.
0: We did not knock the air down, did we?
1: I just did when oh, I okay. came upstairs. I'm really glad that I stopped by Starbucks and got myself a hot coffee. Okay,
0: that's good. My <laughs> nice Sweat Lodge uh, podcast.
1: Have you been outside? It's 87 degrees. It feels like fall already. It feels good outside. That's not,
0: that's not cool.
1: <laughs> it does feel good outside, though.
0: No, 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 no. It does I think not it feel does. good. It feels better. It feels better, feels better. <laughs> it feels better than it has good been. And better. Oh, my gosh. It's not 99.
2: It, you weren't miserably gross when you came home from helping Robert in his shop yesterday.
0: No. Which is nice. No, but I was gross in my room today. I was sweating my ass off in my room because I teach a ninth grader. I just wanted to beat you to it.
2: It actually felt really good in my classroom today. You're being an asshole. I am
0: being an asshole. It's fun. Uh, I wanted to do our our giveaway now or at the end. Let's do a giveaway now.
2: I'm ready to go with sponsors and for once. I was going to
0: do our, okay. Go ahead, do the giveaway. no, 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 no. I don't, go ahead and do, do our first sponsor go ahead. If
2: you are looking for a high quality PVC rack Look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks They offer a variety of sizes For all types of snakes, geckos, rats and more You can even order something custom Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up At a Herps Reptile show near you Visit LSReptileRacks.com To reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks And place your
1: order today
0: Yeah, uh, See anal side exotics and suck it
1: Wait, Where where is do it, you live is it 87, If 87 like the is the middle of summer for you, right? That sounds weird I need to live there Probably the Pacific Northwest
0: yeah, But then it rains Although we live in Houston, it rains also <gasps>
1: Hi
0: Millie our, our dog's at the <laughs> gate
3: <laughs> Our dog is okay, like,
0: <laughs> oh
2: there's someone else here
3: <laughs>
0: Alright, so let me do, our, so our giveaway this week This month was uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> Hold on, I'm, okay. let me, I'm going to mute the microphone You're the only one that nope, bothers I'm muting the microphones Alright, the microphone's back up <laughs> I know. No, cuz I listen to other podcasts. Uh, when you listen to like uh Off Fight Club, Chuck's dogs will like start whining in the background. You
2: really could not hear her at all last week though.
0: No, but you could hear that. Oh well. That was loud. That's fine. I'm not doing it.
1: She has things to say. I'm
0: not doing it. Sound quality is my biggest pet peeve. And I'm always Canadian. They are and that's never oh, mind. That's, you That's you get
1: like, like South Park says they're not really they're not a real country. You're anyways. on the other side of the planet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, I don't think ge- geographically, that's right.
1: No, it's not. I'm just, I'm exaggerating. I had to
0: teach my kid today because, so, she was learning maps, and uh, speaking on the other side of the planet, she was confused by the North and South Pole. She thought they were next to each other. She's like, well, the map unfolds, when you put it back, they're next to each other. I, so, I had to take a tennis ball that was, like, cut up in my in my truck, and unfold the tennis ball, and go see, look how the North is never near the because she was confused by how the Pacific Ocean is here, on one side of the map, and the Pacific Ocean, Ocean is on the other side of the map.
1: Oh, because it was a flat printout. She, that's what she, a map is. She knows the earth isn't flat, so no, right? she knows that. Okay. But yeah. she <laughs> thought when it came back around.
0: So we had to have that. Con- you, you think that's weird? I have this conversation with high schoolers. She's only in sixth grade.
1: Oh, I thought this was a high schooler. No, no, no. Oh. No, this no, was like no,
0: our I, own child. I've had worse conversations with
1: Oh, okay. With high well, that makes more sense. I, I thought we were talking about high schoolers. I was worried.
0: No. My high schoolers today in my honors class couldn't figure out what state had the initials M.I.,
1: Let's
2: go ahead and bring in our guest, because uh, he just heard you bitching about how I was going to be the one talking about teaching. All right. Now, hold on. Now he's, the table's he's,
0: turned. He's going to wait there. I got to do our giveaway. So our giveaway, <laughs> our giveaway was sponsored by Colossal Constrictors, who we had on uh, last week. And so it was for the entire month of August. And so we got all of our names in. I'm going to do the random number generator and pick a winner. It is. Oh, crap. What did I do? I'm not. Oh, hold on. I got too many buttons is Darren Watson. Darren won.
2: Very cool. So Darren
0: is going to win the Redline products, uh, Redline Science cleaning products, the scrapers, and see, fucking dog.
2: That 100% was Megan's fault. Hold on one second.
0: Okay, the microphone's back.
2: Just wanted to take a picture. Uh,
0: you cannot, you cannot talk <laughs> you to her. You can't
2: acknowledge Millie, or You're Millie is going to talk to you. not acknowledge a dog. Like.
0: An annoying fucking dog that I'm <laughs> about to kill.
2: such a mess.
0: drag her downstairs joe and kill her no i don't need you to talk i don't need you to talk because you're gonna nope walk away go all right anyways darren watson won the giveaway from colossal constructors thank you to colossal constructors for the giveaway and for our pizza last week i really enjoyed our pizza last week um also we're doing our sponsors real quick herpes reptile show we got the big conroe show this weekend we will be in conroe megan's coming up on saturday Sunday, yes. Saturday, 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 mm-hmm. Saturday of the Conroe show. I will be set up with the podcast stuff in the lobby. When you come in, you'll see me in the lobby. Katie will be in there taking tickets. Robert will be right inside selling racks and cages. Come see us all. It is this weekend, September 10th and 11th. then New Orleans, Louisiana, September 17th and 18th. Waco, Texas, October 15th and 16th. Then Lafayette, Louisiana, November 5th and 6th. And I can't promise I'll be there because Troy is playing University of Lafayette. Uh, in in lafayette that day and, if and it's the a day game, game
2: time hasn't been de- yeah, determined it, yet if it's a
0: daytime game i'm gonna be at the football game i can't i can't <laughs> be in the same town as my college uh playing a team and not go to the game so we'll see uh november 12th and 13th is the pearland show chris the pearland show <laughs> not the pearland show the pearland show
1: who calls it pearland chris eaton, chris eaton. <laughs> You it's know, all right. He's learning. Pear. pear like the fruit. There's like a those... pear on the sign when you go into city limits. Oh,
0: he yeah, he's that. never been here. But it's like well, those things that you only get if they have a barcode on them. Because he won't eat he a pear off a tree. Yeah, it's okay. Austin, Texas is December 3rd and 4th. Slidell is December 10th and 11th. That is the last show before the end of the year. Uh, and then they start off in January 14th and 15th at the Oklahoma City, Oklahoma show, which is too far away from me. But uh, so, yeah, that is Herps. And then also shout out to... Our friends over at Wiregrass Exotics. If you're in Ozark, around Ozark, Alabama, go over there for all your feeder and reptile needs. Check out uh, Wiregrass Exotics in Ozark. And then you can drive like 30 minutes north and go visit Troy, which is the happiest place. Uh, what? All right, now I'm going to bring our guest in. And oh, what didn't do the giveaway today. I? Oh, I did do the giveaway. You Darren. Did Darren won it. And he's right there. And he you won. have
2: too many tabs open today.
0: In my head. I know.
4: Uh-huh.
0: All right, our guest is Dr. Travis Wyman. How's it going, <laughs> Dr. Wyman?
4: It's going all right. What I, are these- I, I, I need to make a small comment to you in, in defense of Chris. Y- y'all in the South don't necessarily know how to pronounce things right, and it's I think ble- he's picked up on that. It's, wow. like it's, look,
2: it's I, not know, as bad as Louisiana.
4: I'm, 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 so is we're, is we're true, just going to start I lived off in this- Atlanta for a while, okay? And the school, the, 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 the road that turned into the parking deck for me to get to my lab and everything on the school. H-O-U-S-T-O-N. How would you pronounce that?
2: But it's not Houston. It's not how it's you say it.
1: Houston. It's Houston. Well, that's okay, weird. Well, that's not the South. That's just that, Georgia being that wrong. That can't
4: be true.
3: because <laughs> well, Georgia's
4: the South, but like, I'm just saying, if you can take South. if you can take Houston and Houston and, Houston and they spell them identical, yeah. then yep. if, if Chris is reading it one way, he may be pronouncing it you I, know, just call differently it, than the Texan way.
0: I called it Pearland when we first moved here. I don't believe that story is true because every road in Atlanta is called Peachtree.
4: <laughs> well, there is that, but it's not every road. Yeah, yeah there are a lot of peach trees.
0: But there's also they really like their peaches. Boulevard.
4: Yep. Just boulevard. I just, there's right. nothing more. It's just boulevard. You. It's, like it's
0: like one I of the few think. places where you can turn off of Peachtree onto Peachtree to get onto Peachtree.
4: Yeah. Yes. And they give you directions in terms of the number of Waffle Houses. Yes. Well,
0: there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's
4: there is something fundamentally wrong when it's like, how do I get there? Well, okay, so. You turn left at the first waffle house then you go through waffle <laughs> houses then there's an intersection it has four waffle houses You're but two telling of them me there's a on place the same a, corner That wasn't I sure it's just like dude I need street names and of course they can't give the you street names because they're all
0: Top Peachtree. Tree Just stop at each waffle house grab you some hash browns and by the time you get to wherever you're going you don't give a shit because you ate so many hash browns
1: It was it's I I hash. didn't realize we were going to start off this podcast swinging it's like I know, right? We're now Reptile Fight Club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, we had to talk about food in here at some point.
2: Well, of course, because Travis <laughs> is on.
0: Darren, Darren wants to know if he gets a slice of pizza with his with his stuff. No, Darren, I ate all that pizza.
2: I didn't even. I got pizza the next day.
0: You were sick. I was sick. I ate lots of pizza. It's miserable. I, I like pizza.
1: I didn't get an invite. No.
0: It's fine. I wasn't going to share the pizza. It's fine. Anyways. So, uh, how's it going, Travis?
4: It's going all right.
0: How's your collection doing?
4: It's doing well.
0: But... <laughs> I feel like breath. there's a whole
3: lot of
2: <laughs> there's a big. whole lot of information <laughs> with that.
4: <laughs> I I had an entire clutch that about a week after it shed, everything died. Oh, I don't know why. Um, that's rough. Nothing else in the rack is having problems. It. They were scattered in different points of the rack, so it's not like they were all in one area. And there was an overheat or something. They all get the same feeders. They all get the same water. So the only thing I can think of is that it had something to do with the specific pairing and
2: genetic, like genetically.
4: <sighs> yeah, just just something train wrecked between those two animals, and so
0: that's one of those. Huh. I won't be
4: repeating that pairing again, and it really sucks because I got him, I mean, I had a lot of just really nice, pretty stuff out of it, but they all just crapped out. So crazy. So that sucked, but...
0: How are your, your stabby-toothed snakes?
4: They're doing okay. This latest clutch is being a little bit more of a pain in the ass to get started than my other clutches have been, but they're slowly making their way into it. Yes, and right. for
2: those, the listeners that don't know what Cookies. stabby are,s Kukri's. Kukri. The Kukri snakes.
3: They, snakes.
4: If they've listened to me anywhere else, they know what the stabby tooth snakes are.
0: You know what you need to get? Is stilettos.
2: Like the shoes?
0: No. no, like, no. Like, like the what? snake that can bite you with its I've seen dive. Travis
2: in person. His legs could totally pull those
4: shoes off. <laughs> okay, I, I know that as soon as I admit this, this is never, ever, oh, ever, shit. ever, ever going to be something that I can live down. I'm so excited right ways, now. But <laughs> <laughs> So, in high school, I worked in a shoe store. Yes, I was I was a future Al Bundy of America. Um, and one day, yeah, we all got really bored because it was slow, and we started trying on, you know, the women's shoes. And Amazing. I, 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 I was in like a six-inch spike with the most disgustingly horrible pattern on it, but...
0: <laughs> That soundbite is 100 getting saved. I didn't want anybody to talk or mess I that up. I
4: wondered. I was like, "What are you doing?" I got, what,
0: what, what time is, that? is it? Twelve. Oh, I'm, sorry. I am just that. said. I know this is going
4: to come back to haunt me,
0: but I'm but that sound at
4: light. least none of you have my Halloween picture from my sophomore year in college. I was like, that really hoping like that we were Christ.
2: going to like you did drag at some point, and I was going to be like,
4: "Yes, you just
2: got <laughs> even cooler than you already are." I, I, in, I have a mild obsession college, with drag queens.
4: <laughs> in college, on more because I was being flippant, I didn't want to go out and do the whole Halloween thing. But my roommates were like, come on, come on. And I was like, fine, you find me the stuff and I'll go half man, half woman. Oh, and I've never God. seen a room clear as fast <laughs> as it did. Oh, my, I imagine. My, my two lady roommates were tearing through their rooms trying to find clothing that they could use for me. And so I did. I did you, half man, you, half woman. I, this is when I had hair halfway down my back, pulled it all over to the side to ponytail. I shaved half my face. They, oh my they did makeup on half of me. I had a skirt, a blouse. Yeah, you're such and a good I, sport. I I went out like that. I won a costume contest without even entering. Yeah, I you had did. People <laughs> buying me drinks all night. No, because... one,
0: no one ever does a half like top half, bottom half man, woman.
1: My husband once went as a pregnant nun. For Halloween in fact it was oh, actually right before we started dating and that was my mother's first impression of him was his MySpace profile picture dressed up as a pregnant nun <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nice. nice. <laughs> oh. anyways moving right along uh so I wanted to go to our question this week because this was from Travis and it was a very it was a very specific question so I was gonna pull it up the question this week was do you use animal management software with your collection if so, what type and why? Uh, why do you like it and what would you add? If not, why not? So first off, Travis, why was that the question? Why is, I'm assuming you're thinking right now of using some sort of software?
4: Um, yes and no. Actually, I am. Um, so I've actually been using the Morph Market managing software and I've really been liking it, but I haven't heard like any feedback from the community at large about it. Like when John first launched it, everybody was posting in John's post about it saying like, you know, this is great. This is awesome. This is wonderful. But ever since then it's kind of been crickets. Um, and like I said, I would use it and I enjoy it. And I, I just kind of want to know like if the initial hype that everybody had went anywhere, or if, you know, people are actually using it or what else they could be using. Um,
1: i didn't even you know, realize
0: I, I say i'm trying to find it where is it on the i
1: didn't even realize that morph market
0: had one
4: yeah so if you go to morph market and you're logged in
0: oh, i gotta log in damn it there's so many things you gotta do
4: i know it's so it's so difficult to go in the morph market and lo- log in
1: so it's not like they don't have like an app that you can download it's just directly um, there is a website? Morph market
0: app
4: there just, is a morph market app uh it's but this it's may not be a loading app, app right now. Um, so I don't have it in mind, but when you go into morph market, like up in the upper right, there's a thing that says animals. If you actually have animals logged in there, even if it's just your for sale stuff, but if you click on that, there's like, you know, for sale collection, NFS, all readings.
0: I see it. Well, so so this is going to be similar to the reason I don't, well, We'll pause. I'll go through the answers that people gave, and then I'll give uh, my reason for for what I don't do. But let me go through the, everybody's answers, and then we'll get to our our thoughts and, and your thoughts, Travis. But uh, our buddy Jason Brumley says he's used Reptile Scan for many years. It's been quite useful, and his customers enjoy the data that he gives them from the Reptile Scan. Um, I have I have used that a long time ago. Uh, our buddy Jason Miloradovich said, Nada for me. I'm not tech savvy and wouldn't follow through with it." Uh, Note cards are about as fancy as he gets. That is the old school uh, app for keeping up with your animals. A note card wedged into next to each tub in your rack. Uh, Lizard Morphs out of Australia says he does XL for the hatchings to track babies. And then he says he he doesn't really use any apps, but he really wants to. He needs to hear from people who have used various ones to see what works well. Uh, He doesn't have snakes, only lizards. Australian lizards, because you can't have any... Non-Australian stuff. Um, Sarah Granite-Stewart said husbandry <laughs> pro. That was loud. I'm sorry. Uh, husbandry pro for personal animals at the house. Currently using a number of Excel spreadsheets for her rescue. Uh, considering moving all of that to husbandry pro. I've never used husbandry pro. Uh, Domin- Dominic Dominique Carbon. That's, I'm not going to mess that one up. Let to try that. It sounds like a dish at uh, Olive Garden. Carbono. Sure. Uh, I use Reptile Scan as well. I love it. I've been using it for a really long time. Was worth it with one time free to buy. I think that's when I bought it was for when it was one time free to buy. They said they think it's a, subscri- a subscription base now. I'm not sure. I haven't used it in years. Um, I
2: was about to say, do you? Well, you'll get to your stuff in a minute. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and I asked uh, what they liked what they liked about it. It says, I love that you can set each animal's feeding intervals. Examples, babies, one, uh, one seven days, adult one seven. I, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out, but. Anyways, he like some of the features in that one. Colossal Constrictors, who we had on, uses Husband G Pro. Uh, I like that you have tons of options to work with and can enter your own genetics. That's cool. Nathan Holcomb, who we normally have on here. Exotic Keeper. I've never heard of that one. It's in the Google Play store. He posted a link to it. Exotic mm. Keeper. Or, eg- exotic Keeper. The K is the K in exotic and for the keeper.
1: Gotcha. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways. Um... And he said, then Shelby Brown says, I use notes on my iPhone. Well, I've used some of that. Uh, I have poor organization skills. And I said, I would never... I said, would you ever consider one of the programs out there? And she never got back to me on that. So anyways, that's all the answers we got. But um, so you're using just the Morph Market. Have you used any of the other stuff, Travis?
4: Um, I'm pretty much just using the Morph Market. I do have my old Excel file that I would use for pairings, but Morph market, you can plug the pairings in. So it covers that. Now I just have my old one from in there. Um, I, you know, like I know some people use them for like logging feedings and weights and defecations and sheds. And I don't do all that because I, I'm pretty much in tune with my animals and I don't feed on a strict schedule and I just know who needs what. Um, so I don't need that kind of capability, but for what, like I said, for what I, what I'm doing, I really like the morph market, you know, it automatically, you know, you create a pairing it automatically puts out like what the genetics could be. You punch in the number of eggs, it pre-populates the offspring for you. You just fill that out when the eggs hatch. It creates an automatic card for the eggs or for the offspring. And then if you decide you're gonna keep some, you just keep them listed as not for sale. And if you're gonna mark them for sale, you just flip the tab and it goes right to the for sale ads. So That's it's real cool, simple yeah? and easy for me in that regard.
0: That and Travis is a morph market. Um,
4: and it's publicly browsable too. Like if you wanna let people see what you have in your collection, you know, even if it's not for sale stuff, they can see the parents of the animals that's that neat. you've been breeding and things like that, which you know, none of these softwares really seem to have.
2: So Richard bleh, Richard Richard Valdez says he uses VivTech stuff. So does VivTech also have?
0: I think that's part of their new stuff. I haven't I haven't looked into that part yet. Which I want to get Ryan on, but I know he's he's busy. And I tried to right. look, we'll get him on so much we'll talk about all of the new stuff because the cameras and everything they have.
2: Yeah, I knew they had a lot of new stuff coming out. So but, I guess uh, maybe that's. Some type of husbandry, something is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've checked that out. Um, I used Reptile Scan like early on when it first came out. My problem was, and what I think a lot of people's problem is, it's just a fucking pain in the ass to like you, you feed something. Got to go and change it. I fed it a medium rat, and then you got, just having to do each snake individually, I think, is a pain.
2: I think if you if you only have a few, then yeah. it, it might be different. But you were feeding like a hundred snakes.
0: I think if like, I don't know if there was a, if there was a one that came with like one of those barcode readers, like you wanted to get for your books in your right. library that I had separate from like, maybe I could plug it into my phone and it just it basically I scan a barcode real quick with that. And I can move quickly and it automatically loads stuff in somehow. I don't know. Um, like you
2: would scan the barcode on the snake and then scan the barcode on whatever you fed it. See, and see, it would, would register. register. That would
0: totally work. That would be fast. That it would be, be scan, like a scan. point
2: of sale system, but for your yeah. reptiles.
0: So that would totally work because that's somebody fast. get on that. Yeah. <laughs> I could do, like, cause
2: I don't have the time to do it.
0: <laughs> you could have a sheet with all of the sizes on there, like size, feeding or whatever. And just all you do is scan. If I don't have to like do a drop down menu and choose something and then pick a date and then pick what hat, that just becomes a pain in the ass. And so I quit doing it.
4: Yeah. I am. Um, I like started I don't track that kind of stuff. So I don't care. Right. <laughs>
1: See, I started to answer the question and then I got distracted and didn't. Um, but I actually use reptile buddy, which I don't know how long ago it came out. It's okay. It's not the best, but I mean, I'm not tracking like breeding and clutches and things like that. Um, and I mostly just started using it just to get organized. Cause once I got into the double digits, I was like, okay, this is starting to get a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, So I've used it primarily just to track feeding and weights, honestly, more more than anything. But um,
0: look at you as one of those people that weighs your snakes. I do. I'm
1: not the best though. Like I've gotten a lot busier, so I'm not the best at like staying on top of it. So like, if you look at my app right now, it looks like I haven't fed my snakes in like three months. But (laughs) it's okay if it makes you feel any better when people talk about
2: weighing like their fat tail geckos, their leopard geckos, or their crested geckos. I'm like. Yeah, I got I got nothing on that. Like they look healthy.
0: That's not just gecko people. That's when people do that about snakes. I'm like, I don't fucking know what my snake weighs.
2: So we talked about at one point for the the pets in my classroom, we had talked about doing some type of like a little book so that the Mm -hmm. kids that are taking care of them could like log like I fed this on this day or I did this on
1: this day. And like we haven't. My my adults, I don't I don't weigh my adults. I just weigh the babies because I like to see like their growth over time. Someone one if they're um, eating, I know they're growing. I just, I like, I like to see the difference. I don't know Though I, can, I like, I charts. see both sides here. I can see both sides, yeah. here, but I don't. My, I my adults are too unruly. Yeah, my adults so are too Darren unruly. Said he had
0: two snakes, and it was still a pain to do that. Never felt like he needed needed the info. And so I, I agree, and I'm I'm with Travis. I don't I don't waste shit, and, and I really don't need to know what size my stuff's eating. I I know if I'm feeding a baby Sambo, I know what size I'm feeding. Like I don't need that. Yeah. The only time I find that information super helpful is sometimes you don't remember how often something didn't eat, and sometimes you might forget that it didn't eat for three weeks in a row because it just or three feedings in a row because if you're right. like me and I you don't feed That's on say you and Travis schedule, don't feed on a yeah it's not a set schedule we Mm-mm. we feed when when we feed and so sometimes you'll forget oh yeah it didn't eat the last three times and so that, that, just being able to see that quickly would be useful. But I don't need to weigh it. I don't need to go. I don't give a shit when it shits, at all. Uh, I don't care when it sheds because if it's eating, I know it's growing and I know it's gonna shed.
1: So you know, when I first started keeping, like I was that person that I felt like I had to document every single thing that my my snake did i did i did too it's i, okay. Don't I, I still i no, still I, keep I all really my on. sheds um i throw away that shit left so, and right some well some of it I, I i throw away the ones that aren't usable but like i have friends that do like do the, the uh, soaps and stuff so i'll just like give them my
0: when they love to shit shed. inside the shed that's always a great one.
1: Oh, it's fantastic absolutely wonderful ball pythons the tithons. Yeah, those get thrown away those sh- those shit are like right the worst it. it's, a, it's
0: a little bag of poo so funny
1: yeah but yeah i used to think that i had to track every little fucking movement possible um no i'm i'm way more chill about it now
0: i so i like the idea so like travis you're keeping up with pairs when you do mainly mainly putting things together so it works in there i like that i kind of really wish somebody would make a scanner thing now that that would just let me just hit a hit a thing real quick with the scanner because i do keep a google sheets uh for breeding So, like, right now, I've got a Google Sheets in there for all my sambos that I've paired this year. I know when I put them together. I'll mark if I've seen them breed. I'll mark when she sheds. I'll mark when I take them out. And just kind of, so I have dates there so I can try to go back and go, all right, or on day, whatever. If she's pregnant, this is going to happen soon. So, I do keep it there. But I'm thinking if, if I had something with a little scan gun where I could just, like, hit the one snake and then scan one that basically says, you know, it's a barcode for put together and then scan the next snake. And then it does all that in the program for me. And I don't have to do drop downs or put in ID numbers because that's already in the program. That um, honestly
1: sounds like some VipTech shit.
0: That would be super cool.
1: <laughs> like, it does. <laughs> it sounds I, like I, something Ryan would I make. could <laughs> see them coming out with something like that, well, and honestly. Then,
0: and then, like, what I could do is I don't have to put a, uh, like, when they have babies. So they have 20 babies, right? I don't have to put a barcode on every tub. If I just have a printout of every baby from that litter with their barcode next to them, I can just hit that scan and kind of it's i don't know i, I feel like there's an easier way that it was the, it's the going into the app and having to do all that shit that took forever even when they're like you can do this bulk thing and bulk feedings and bulk. it still was not that quick it's not getting. yeah there. i pretty much
1: like i i i've kind of like switched a little bit between like how i was doing my feedings like i was doing it on a really strict schedule and then i kind of fell into well i just you know feed them when i feed them when i feed them like they eat when they eat not like going a significant amount of time but just mm-hmm. as i recall but then i started getting paranoid that i was like forgetting feeding so i've gone back to scheduling them but i'm doing it in i'm just doing it in my calendar now and i just have feed all the juvenile snakes yeah. on this day feed all the adults on don't this you week do something similar and i put an alarm on my phone and and that's what we're doing now One, don't
2: two. you because you'll you're like i pulled this and then i pulled this and like it's always like the different sizes like you feed all the big stuff and then you feed mm-hmm. all the small stuff don't you do it separate I,
0: I try to because if i do all the snakes on one night i'm up till two or three in the morning so yeah, i try to you
2: always it. forget until like 11 o'clock
1: to start yeah, yeah
0: usually but so try to do the big the big snakes don't take long because they're, they're all eating like large rats you just chunk large rats in and you go and they're i'm
1: fine. i'm less worried about the adults anyway i mean they look at me like i have just wounded their pride as I walk past them to feed the babies, but I'm, I'm, I'm
0: like, hey, you, Travis, "You will be fine hey, Travis, for one more is, night." What's your uh, what's your store on Morph Market?
4: What's my store on Morph Market? Yeah, should be a Splendia Genetics.
0: You know I can't spell that shit.
4: A S <laughs> P L.
0: There it is. U N D I I. It nope. finished it for me. I don't even have to try.
2: <laughs> yes. See, I also feel like. The people that use some, like, the the people that track things, I I think it also goes down to, like, personality, because I'm the type of person where I am a nerd when it comes to, like, charts and graphs and data and information, so if I know in the long run I'm going to need it for something, I'm going to keep up with all that stuff, whereas... If I know I only need to know pairings for genetic purposes, then I'll only keep up with that. Or,
0: you know, it it just depends. I'm not gonna lie; it is kind of cool because I I pulled up Travis's, and so I can see all of the snakes he has, he owns that he's put in there. These are all non not for sale breeder things, Um, which also just reminds me that he has Calibars that haven't had babies yet. (laughs) So that needs to happen but
4: uh i it's it's they'll, they'll go when they go if they go i need them to go that's,
0: that's all i can tell <laughs> i need them to go at some point in my lifetime oh my gosh uh but no i like the idea of of your collection being there people see what there is and it's very easy for them to to look up pictures on pairings because people love to go what was you know i'm not one of those that names shit but if you ever realize that people that name things when they're like this one bred to this one, you know, Fred Their bred, bred to Sally. People love that shit. They're like, oh, I can't wait till Fred breeds to Sally. I want the uh, baby from that litter again. Like,
4: it, it, it's a the, the pedigree type of thing. And that's, I mean, that's what I do. Mine, you know, Wyvern by, uh, I can't even remember what Wyvern went to this year. Legos.
2: Uh, one of my students today asked me if all of the animals at our house have names. I was like, nope, not even close. Almost Mine either. do. I, I can't said, stand not having names. I said the ones that are were purchased for pet purposes,
0: a lot of,
1: those all have names. Of, the spider that lives folks. in my breakfast room has a name. Everything in my house has a name. I have a tendency to mean, name it. But Raina. you mean a
0: spider spider, not like a spider ball python. It's like a wild. No, no it's like a... It's like, it's a yeah, just a random
4: wild spider. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: a jumping I
0: spider. I when, when you say spider on a reptile podcast... Oh, yeah,
1: is. I should say a spy. It's a jumping spider. He lives in my curtain. The
2: cabin that I was going to live in at camp before I decided to move out, because there were entirely too many arachnids in the bathroom that I was going to have to share with, uh, there was a wolf spider that was like the size of my hand. Well, that's not true. It, it, I kid you not, it was the palm of my hand. That's not
0: your whole hand
2: uh, well it was huge yeah i named him fred because if he has a name he's not as that's, scary hey, by the way that's a she whatever i could not get it out <laughs> i ended up moving to a, a less arachnid infested cabin what?
1: i found a mama the other night she had all her little babies <clears throat> on her back
2: we have a friend of ours who
1: callie grant
2: she had a picture of something that she found at this rock concert
0: it was uh um was it a scorpion? Sp-
2: it had babies all over it. I've it never seen anything like that before. It was the craziest thing.
0: You've seen wolf spiders carry babies,
2: yeah, but this—you could see like each individual baby well, in yeah, the if picture. if you zoom in on a
0: wolf spider, you can see each individual baby.
2: I guess I've never. People don't. Just, oh, it was a crawfish. It was That's right, a crawfish. crawfish. I didn't even know crawfish did that. John that.
0: Grant crawled. Wait, bad.
1: crawfish do that? I. This one did. They, they do in Oklahoma.
0: We'll have to ask Doctor Loafman. That's what we have the wrong doctor on.
4: My mind is blown. I had no, no cra- idea. Crayfish Crayfish hold their eggs against their- Hold uh, on, what, what fish? Yes.
0: He, 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 he's, <laughs> a, <laughs> he's a Yankee. Crayfish, he's,
4: he's crawfish, <gasps> crawfish, crawdads, whatever the hell you want to call them. Crawdads, what was
0: Crawfish. What was, what was, my God, Travis. Who
1: the hell saying crawdad? John, John Grant.
0: Grant. It's, it's a regional thing. John Grant's from Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. well, you got to forgive him. ai am going to
1: find
2: this picture. John Grant's an cool 80-year-old picture. man stuck in Blood a
0: 20-something-year-old man's body. That's right. Oh, the old mud, but anyways, I'm very saddened that I look at Travis's store on uh on Wharf Market and it's all ball pythons for sale. It's just well, such none of fun. my
4: none of my kukries are ready to go and I don't have anything else breeding right now. Ugh. You know? My my rubber may be gravid, but I guarantee you, if she drops out, you'll have to fight me. You will pry those babies out of my cold, dead hands. I
2: was just about to say,
4: um, I don't see any I of
2: those I, going anywhere.
0: Well, That was, <laughs> no. that was our buddy, uh, Jason Miller, just had one born, one rubber.
2: Oh, he and, just had one baby? And I, told,
0: and I told him, I was like, dude, be careful. As soon as you post that picture of a rubber bow online, you're going to have 50 people wanting to buy that one snake. I'm like. It's probably not going to go anywhere. I know Travis won't. I know, like, first of my breeding. I was sure going to anywhere. say,
2: would you be selling any of yours when you breed
4: yours?
0: It'd probably take like four or five litters before I'm like, yeah, we could probably start selling some of these.
4: Oh my gosh. The The only way I would let any go from this first clutch is like if it was to Jason and it was an exchange to yeah. diversify bloodlines.
1: That would make sense. I just saw sam's comment he wants to fight that's rude what no he said he that james oh okay he's talking about never parents. mind sorry <laughs> sam he just
0: gave you a com- sorry a i'm getting like
1: i'm getting relocation requests at the same time i'm like why are all y'all contacting me like on the one night that i'm doing something <laughs> i mean if you've got to leave to relocate a snake we won't it's non-venomous i'm good it's, it's, an, <laughs> it's an imaginary listen like, if it were venomous else. i would have been like bye yeah <laughs> Gotta go. I'm gonna tell you what, James Lewis jumped that fence fast last got week. Got cotton mouths to play with. How many A's <laughs> weren't
0: fast that you just said?
1: A
2: lot. A lot. Did I, we talk? Did y'all talk about that last week?
0: Uh, no, we did not. I, I did jump a t- six foot fence, and that was a bad idea. It was
2: fabulous. I was I'm so impressed. Well, I said,
0: okay, so we, we, Why did you jump oh, a six that foot was fence? a fun <laughs> picture. So it, sh- here, I'll, I'll explain it since I can do it without screaming. Oh my fucking God. Anyways, uh, Someone had a cotton mouth in the backyard in uh, Megan's neighborhood. Megan wasn't there to do her normal relocation. So she asked me to come because it was an actual cotton mouth, mouth, cotton mouth for like the first time instead of a water snake. And so by the time we're going there, we're messaging the guy. He goes, hey, it's going through a gap in the fence. I was like, son of a bitch. And I get there. And sure enough, it went out his fence, his six-foot privacy fence. And there's a ditch behind his house. But I was like, maybe it's still in the bushes. And he had a steps- yeah, a ladder, a little ladder. So I was like, I can get up to the top of this fence. And when I realized I could get up there, I was like, I can get over. Because over is easy Because the back side of the fence Has the two by fours That run along the middle And the bottom So there's steps Coming back was the problem And so I climbed up No problem Got to the top Well he moved the ladder He was
2: bringing it back to you And you were like I got this Well it was already gone I was jumped. like
0: I was like, I can jump And my whole fear was <laughs> I don't want to blow out my knees Which I did not <laughs> But it was about three hours later I realized Oh that's right I have a bad back And jumping off a six foot fence Was a bad idea <laughs>
2: josephine and i were both like whoa he's about
1: to jump off this and i did not we just backed up and
0: i did not find the godmouth. it was gone listen
1: i was so annoyed when i got that message i'm like are you shitting me right now like i'm not in mexico you were like weren't even in the country yeah i was in mexico and i'm like i leave the country like haven't gotten a single venomous call all year so far the first one comes and i'm not even there for it
2: robert was out of town at a at a Mm -hmm. show and we were the only ones here
0: I'm just going to read this because Chris Eaton wants me to. He says, maybe Travis should ask the nail polish guy what happened to his clutch. (laughs) Anyways, Travis (laughs) says, so my dad said, was it on a a nest? Yes, the cottonmouth was on a a full nest of other cottonmouths. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was a giant nest of cottonmouths. It was a
4: giant breeding ball and it was floating down the ditch. It
0: was trying to chase people. It was a giant ball of, uh, I I did love that Megan caught a, Bull, I don't care if the guy apologized. I don't give a shit. He called uh, called you a bully today for trying to educate people on what a cotton mouth was.
1: Yeah. I that, totally missed all of that. So, okay. So I joined a, um, I joined a neighborhood group across yeah. from the one that you teach in. So for
0: folks yeah, yeah, that yeah. aren't, because that, that's a relatively, that's for this whole idea of every mm-hmm. neighborhood having a group is a new thing to us. Because if you don't live in a uh, growing metropolis, you may not realize that every fucking neighborhood has a Facebook group. We've or never... a
2: next door group Yeah, or, I didn't even know what next door was until I moved here.
0: And yeah. so every neighborhood around here mm-hmm. has one.
1: Yeah. So this is the actual, this is the actual resident Facebook group. And they live just right across the highway from us. And I got a message from a friend of mine with the he's with the fire department. So he's in the group just for like emergency stuff. And he messages me and he's like, Are you in this group? I'm like, no, they wouldn't let me in because I'm not a, a resident and he's like it is a massive clusterfuck over there about snakes he's like these people are literally afraid of like everything that moves unless it's like grass well
0: because these aren't (laughs) the people that move into these neighborhoods aren't country people
2: no No. not by any means so much construction right
0: there Mm -hmm. right now everything's moving
1: everything's moving and everything's getting out of the way you'll love this one one of the people in the group said they were about to like Sell their house and move to Meridiana because we don't have bugs and snakes in Meridiana across right across the highway. highway. Yeah, oh I, I wanted to be like y'all. Know we got the same stuff it's over like, here, right? Like we have rats. We so have.
2: <laughs> it's funny that you say that. It took it probably took a good six months of us living here before my daughter believed that we had mosquitoes because they spray our neighborhood. Oh, and so when she would go outside at night in our neighborhood, there weren't any mosquitoes like if she take her dog out or yeah for a walk there weren't mosquitoes at our house so she thought that like the house had this magical force field it was the best place ever for a kid who it swells it's called toxic <laughs> pesticides i was like maybe I, they I spray will take,
0: i will like, take those pesticides all day long
1: sprays and then
2: she I they're gonna have extra sure deep in there
0: but... for me
1: it was so no funny. we've got like freaking gmo mosquitoes yeah. here it's ridiculous they're huge yeah they're yeah. freaking massive at school,
0: like we're finding like in they're just flying in the school like hey yeah i'm gonna come in the school and eat
4: we're having a problem with the, the gmo mosquitoes are the ones you want
0: yeah because <laughs> they they've, they've been
4: they've, they've been engineered so that the males are sterile oh yeah it was
0: a- those are fancy ones so, in Florida. Like, oh, cool! They
4: release all these sterile males, which breed with the females, and then the females think that they've bred, so then they just stop breeding. And okay, but they still they bite me.
0: Not the males.
1: Me. Well, something's Only the biting me.
0: Bite? No, you're, so you're not. What you're saying? Five different stories here.
4: <laughs> I'm he's,
0: he's talking about a mosquito that we don't have. You use the wrong. Oh description because there is a you GM, said the yours are gmo mosquitoes There is a GMO i mosquito. said no the real gmo mosquitoes oh yeah are the <laughs> <you blocker> have. <laughs> we no. have that kind
1: here i didn't even There's, know that
0: it, was actually a thing suicide no. bomb mosquitoes. No, i think they've released oh, them in can florida can we,
1: can we get those here that's yes. cool that would be that would be great no, we have those just...
0: fucking invasive cool. uh was it tiger mosquitoes asian tiger mosquitoes that can bite those are
4: everywhere we've got them up Ugh. here yeah they
0: bite through your fucking genes those things are horrible those are the big ones
4: 80s we went. Yeah, they when
0: stopped.
2: We went hiking. The mosquitoes were horrible that night. Yeah. When we
1: went hiking yeah, those that were night, the eighties.
2: God, that was rough.
0: Those those tiger they, they go straight through blue jeans. I believe it.
1: Oh, I believe it because I once counted like eight mosquito bites between my hip and my ass, and it was super annoying.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, I
4: I would caveat they don't go through. They go up the pant leg.
0: Well, oh, I've seen them bite through I my jeans. I wear skinny
4: jeans. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you've seen <laughs> them go through. But like, I, I have. I have caught them climbing up.
0: Oh, I bet in, you have
4: up my leg. Oh. Right, right, on right, right, right past those
0: stilettos, all up. up his legs. <laughs> those wax legs. Don't be
2: jealous. He's got nice legs. You
1: should legs have known better easier. than to tell that story. <laughs>
4: As Louisiana oh, so, mosquitoes. so my dad says bad as Louisiana swamp The Halloween picture's not out there, so I'm safe.
0: <laughs> so my dad's talking about getting bit when we go out in the kayaks in Louisiana. It wasn't the fucking mosquitoes that sucked out there. It's those The little fly. no No, no, these you see them. Oh. It's not a horse fly, but it is some sort of fly, and it will bite it's the ever- fly. fly. Yeah. Oh, that's about the size
4: of the house fly.
0: And but, it yeah, hurts. They, they,
4: they're deer flies. They hurt. Those like are hell. I
1: was being stalked by, I don't know, horsefly, deer fly. It was fucking enormous. That's in Brazos spend, I was being stalked by one on my hike. I was <laughs> like, dr- I drowned myself in bug spray and it's like it attracted it to me more somehow. He had
2: one. I, this sucker was bigger than my thumbnail. Like he was massive <gasps> and he just like hung out on my window and I'm driving down the road. I'm thinking he's going to like fly off down the road no he just hung out and i was like i need out of my car i need you to go away
1: <laughs> it was crazy uh, i i you know i'm like i'm always telling people i'm like there's always a place for everything in our ecosystem except for those you can't convince me that there is a good well, reason the, they're on this planet well,
0: <laughs> the good thing about the, the tiger ones they're invasive so there's not a place for them here vindictive so, bastards there we go just Kill them. but that's why you should be okay with things like uh like bats bats eat mosquitoes i
1: love yes. bats they're so cute they're just like fruit puppies with wings
0: fruit puppies yeah. that's my one uh, of my favorite well
1: yeah but i mean they like fruit too Not one of ours. my favorite exhibits yeah. at the houston our, zoo is their bat exhibit we have
0: brown bats. bats brown bats don't eat fruit well
1: i like the fruit bats yeah, but then, then you have to go to like
0: bats. you have to go to like asia or that's south fine. america somewhere.
1: i'll do that i have them in mexico
0: what? Yes, they
4: have. They have free bats, have bats in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, but
0: we don't have them here. We have brown bats. No,
4: They're still the cute. Ones, the ones that you have around there are the are the brown bat and the Mexican free tail. Um,
1: you next probably thing, have
4: pallid bats. Next thing you're gonna tell me the the that we don't race. have
1: like fucking black panthers here we, either. We don't have <laughs> you, you don't <laughs> have black, black panthers. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I hate you, you don't have those anywhere. <laughs>
4: We gotta fuck what with you somehow, what man. you might have on very very rare occasion <laughs> is the black phase of the jaguar indy but jaguar <laughs> indy barely make it into texas at all it's so they're a not Black Panther in your neighborhood it's a black
1: panther i've seen it it was, it was, right, it was there. right next
4: to
0: that uh that <laughs> okay. nest of, nest of first milk. i
4: would ask how much you've been drinking Hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Darren, Darren Watson says, wait till those southern horseflies start breeding with the cotton mouth.
1: Oh, man, we're in trouble then. Oh, Who's to say they already haven't? Gosh. That's
0: why they chase you. That's why they chase, exactly. <laughs> it's that mouth blood in them. I
1: couldn't say it fast enough.
0: Oh, oh my fuck.
2: goodness. So hey. I guess what are the... It's kind of to go back to our question... I guess the pros and cons would just be whatever you're using the program for.
0: If you're someone who can keep, who enjoys the data and enjoys inputting the data and all that. Go for it. All those programs are great. Uh, like Milleradovich if you're someone who's old school and still wants to use the cards, the note cards, do that. If you're someone who just wants to fucking own the snake and feed it and not do any of that, that's fine, too. Yeah. Um, I, I I would like to keep better records on certain things, but the app's just have not met what I want yet. I really want one now that I'm thinking, I need to find somebody that can just design me something that will scan shit. I will buy, I will buy a separate piece of equipment to not have to pull up my phone and go through the screen and do all that. I can just scan things.
2: See, and I guess because like in my classroom, there's really no point. Like I know they're getting taken care of. I know they're eating. I know it's being done on a regular basis. You're
0: talking about the kids or the animals?
2: The both for that matter. I take them to lunch every day at the same time. Um, but I, I guess it's one of those, like, what's the point?
0: And So that's what matters. So, like, for Travis, he's wanting to keep it with breeding. And, and it makes sense to keep it into Morph Market because when he goes to put up these snakes for sale, they can click on that snake and then they can also find the file for the parent.
2: Well, because he sells through Morph Market. So that makes and,
0: 100% and, sense. And because Travis is a Morph Market homer. I'm just saying. <laughs> Travis Travis loves Morph Market. Don't get me wrong, though. I do love Morph Market, too.
1: If I was a like if I was a breeder, I would probably use the same system. But I'm also one of those that I I do most everything on my phone. If there's not an app for it, then I'm probably not gonna use it.
0: Oh, uh, someone wants to know when the next
4: mor like I said, Morph Market is working on an app and they, they do have a side load one. It's just not one that's available in app stores at the moment. I
1: just need them to make it easier for me to buy snakes. That's hilarious. And when to, the app comes, it will happen. The only thing that's gonna make it easier for
0: me to buy snakes <laughs> is more money.
1: Yep, that too, yeah. yeah. And
0: Morph Market can't fix that one for you. That's me.
1: why I was so torn about going to the show this weekend because I'm like, I can't buy anything, but I can look and just look for the person who looks really sad about not being able to spend any money. So what
0: I like to do is that's, I like to that's take
3: That's
4: why pictures. you get in good with a couple of people, you know, like local wholesalers or good vendors in your area who will let you trade snakes for snakes.
1: Yeah, but then you got to have stuff to trade. I, I mean, so far, More. I've just been getting in good with people giving me stuff for free, so <laughs> go. I'm good with that. I
2: like to take pictures of the non-live <laughs> just things. Got that. And I... Uh...
1: That is true.
0: That is true. I, I do have a Doomrolls bow in the other room. Oh, that Doomrolls bow is the reason that now Robert and Rachel have eight of them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, that—that—that. That, that. <laughs> like,
3: that's not on me.
4: Sorry, right. I'm on my. I mean, I guess that is on me because because I sent it to Robert to ha- to hang on to yeah. as, as the surprise for you. And so I, I get, get the that's message what and it's like, love with
2: them. yeah, the message is like, hey, can I send this to your house? I was
4: like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> no, no. The question was, do you still have a free
2: cage? Oh, that's right. Do you have the cage? <laughs> I was like, I don't know.
0: I do love Doomers Brothers.
2: It was funny. It's not often that I get to keep secrets from James. And so when I do and they're successful, it's like the best thing ever. He guesses that's
0: everything. John, John Grant, yeah, I, 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 I do, do have thing. some boas because of John Grant. I've got an amazing little snow boa that I actually posted on Instagram the other day. Uh, oh. She's growing. That's that's from John Grant. Uh, he's got some carpet pythons that I desperately want uh, at some point. So I showed you a picture of them. It doesn't matter. I'm getting them. It, it I think matter. I remember. I don't know. I'm getting them. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, Jeff Frederick said, uh, y'all may have covered this, but when's the next Pint-Siders podcast? Yeah. Uh, at some point. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I do you know. I mean, that, I'm doing good to do this one every week. You're so funny. But we'll do more. I do want to do more because I enjoy hanging out with Travis That's and, and Jason. Well, Jason. What? You're such an ass. I didn't ass. say anything. <laughs>
2: One of these days, Travis is not going to put up with your shit anymore.
0: And then what, James? Travis is my friend.
2: Then what?
0: <laughs> Travis was my friend before he was your friend. Shut I've up. been hiking. That's true.
2: What then? Because
0: <laughs> he lives f- too fucking far away. I'm not going all that
1: Yeah, Where
4: up north do you live? I'm uh, in Virginia.
1: Oh, okay. What part?
0: The West Virginia, Virginia
4: Winchester. Part. Okay. The yeah, if I sneeze real hard, I
0: might end up in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, he's in West Virginia, Virginia. Yep, he's, he's a...
4: only
2: like thirty minutes from my brother's house. So whenever I love Virginia, Joe and I would go up to visit them.
1: We would always try to get together. If I ever leave Texas, Virginia is on the list of potential
0: places. Yeah, no, it. Uh, I'd say it snows, but it really doesn't snow that much there anymore. Mm.
1: Mm, not really. No. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I mean, I so I've been here part. for twelve years, and the. First year I moved here, they had snowmageddon, um, which was basically a typical Colorado winter for me. Um, and I say that in absolute honesty, like every day I was showing up for work and I'd be at work for like an hour and then the email would come out saying, due to traffic and weather conditions, we are canceling work today. And I'm like, what the hell do you mean traffic and weather conditions? I'm here.
0: <laughs> I, I will, I, I've I've kind of gotten a little more like, I think I would rather deal with that than hurricanes. Yeah. flooding flooding
1: i used to live in i used to live in northern virginia and i re- I remember us getting snow in like january and february that was like the the yeah. bulk of it but it wasn't anything it wasn't anything like you know alaska or whatnot
0: yeah see, my was, I've, I've lived in the oh. south my entire life i'm used to it down here yeah. it sucks but i'm used to it it's my suck i'm good
1: Well, see like i i like half grew up down here i mean army brat so like my family's from northwest florida but you know, we moved around everywhere, but I would rather. I don't know. I mean, I moved down here from Dallas and
0: moved down here from Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. is three hours. It's in the same state. It's no, 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 Okay. But
1: it's, it's if you would let entity. me finish,
0: I moved down here. We Dallas.
1: traded tornadoes for like needing your swimmies, yep. but they re- really don't get many down here, though. I mean, I think I can count on less than one hand, like how many tornado warnings we've had in the last four years
0: the people like, you know ask where that. i'm from i'm like just pick a state in the south just throw a dart at the south. I, i've lived in one of them so just pick a state you're good
4: i'm just entertained by by the fact that you said it's three hours that still puts it in one state if i drive three yeah. hours i could be dude, that, i could be potentially in like one of seven dude, states. that's just um, dallas what, it, it takes me what is, it
0: takes me 11 hours to get to amarillo i
1: was gonna say what is el paso like nine ten hours from here
0: i don't know Roughly. It, 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 it may be nine maybe 11 hours of stops it's like nine hours ten hours to Amarillo. Yeah. i think nine or ten to el paso
1: yeah and dallas is dallas is three hours it's more like four and a half
0: you can drive 11 hours across texas and still be in texas uh, oh
1: 100 i mean it's still like another six hours just to get to south padre <laughs> My bad. yeah
0: because yeah. to go to the corpus show is four hours that's our long i think our longest one yeah mm-hmm. so if
4: i drive if i drove 11 hours i'd be in florida
0: I think we could drive. So would we. We'd still. We went the
3: opposite direction.
0: The opposite direction. So we could either drive four hours and go, was it one, two, three, four states away, or 11 hours and go four states away, (laughs) or or drive 11 hours and be in the same state.
1: Yeah, because we're only like. what an hour and a half from the louisiana state line yes. two hours roughly two hours from this house to the louisiana state line is exactly two hours well, i guess it depends on if you have 55 minutes any kind of regard for the speed limit so not
0: in texas they don't fuck if you drive the speed limit in oh, texas you are going too slow you yeah. are going to get run over you get on 100%. you get on interstate in Texas. If it says it's seventy, it is ninety. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the first exit when you cross Louisiana at the Love's gas station is two hours from here. That's I the meeting spot for my parents. I don't know at what
0: speed. I don't know at what speed Texas decides to pull you over and give you a speeding ticket. I don't want to find out though. But I haven't hit it yet. Well, and neither Houston, have the people speeding past me.
1: In Houston on forty-five, the speed limit is sixty, and I can tell you that eighty is not the limit. No.
2: <laughs> yes. Not at all. I just try to keep up with traffic. That's all.
0: So, anyways, back to reptile stuff. I know. Uh, so, we got the Conroe show this weekend. Shows are, are interesting lately. Do, have you been to any shows lately, Travis? You don't do any shows, do you?
4: Not in like two months. And when I... Three months. And the last one I went to, I just, I walked in. I grabbed some bugs and I walked out.
0: <laughs> Which show was that?
4: Uh, Manassas.
0: Wow. See, I want to go to the... What is it? The one up in... Uh... Uh, the flea market one up in Pennsylvania. No, no, no. Inwood. No, no, or no, no uh, Hamburg. Hamburg, Hamburg, Hamburg. That's what I want to go to. Not to to buy anything. I just want to see. It. I just want to see it. I just want to be like. Oh yeah. No, that, that's that's definitely what everybody explained. Just want to go see. Chris's that.
4: Chris's description of it as being a Tijuana <laughs> flea market is is one hundred percent accurate. That's go buy, go buy and um, buy
0: me an alligator for fifty bucks.
4: Yeah, and 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 Owen and Eric, and they're, they're they're not really a joke joke about the Hamburg starter pack. Yeah, being a an alligator, a cobra, and you know just the most the, the single most inappropriate animals you could possibly get, and just those are the door prizes basically. Absolutely true. The the first time I went there, there was a guy who had. Fuck. It had to be like a six foot king cobra in a ten gallon tank Mm-mm. Mm-mm. with a screen lid, and it was just—it was like taped shut with nope. painters tape. Nope.
0: Yeah, that's safe. Oh,
4: fuck. Nope. That's, that's fine. Yeah.
0: I don't understand. What you, why do y'all seem all freaked out? <laughs> is, is that? Yeah, not, everything's fine here. Is that that's
1: not like, how you keep your venomous that's snakes?
3: That's hundred
0: percent how I just put some encyclopedias on top of that cage and go. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking good.
3: Oh, my God.
0: So the Reptile Fight Club, two episodes ago, did one fitting for this. They did one, our reptile show is important. uh, I
1: have that one saved. I haven't listened to it yet. It
0: was good. They argued. Um, The one arguing against it is like most of the arguments on there. The person arguing against something usually isn't actually against it. Um, But I saw both sides. You know, there's a lot of stress put on animals going to a show and carrying animals back and forth from a show. And that's a lot. But uh, I enjoy shows for the social aspect. You know, selling stuff's nice. I do like when I have things to sell because it gives me money to be able to buy food for my snakes. Or other snakes. Or buy more snakes. That is true. Uh, but I enjoy the social aspect of going to a show. And so that, I think the problem is there's a lot of folks whose maybe local shows aren't as, as sociable yeah. as the Herp shows. Yeah. And so that may be why they don't enjoy them as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially up north because y'all have those fucking one day shows. And sometimes it's like a one day show on a Sunday.
2: We did that once They're down all here.
4: One day on Saturday here.
0: Really?
2: We did that once here, and that it, was a great show. Oh my
0: god, we did it once here, but it's it not. It's, it's not fun <laughs> because you can't hang out. I'm
1: gonna say that sounds like a.
2: It was a, a nightmare.
0: It was Trump's fault. Literally, oh, literally, that literally one. It was. I'm not like like anti-Trump. I'm saying it, it was literally there his fault. Was a, he was yeah, in Conroe, yeah, and that, we couldn't get that one. It was
2: the Conroe show. We yeah. couldn't like like the we Secret Service came I went, over and I was like you cannot show. come into your
1: building on Saturday. But I w- I was there kind of early though, so it wasn't bad when I went <sighs> yet. It was a pretty busy Sunday. That was like I yeah, try to that's, like that's I try weird. to like get in early and get out because I hate crowds.
0: See up north, it's weird. like I said, the one day show thing is a weird thing to me because I've always been in the south and it's always been two day shows. Yeah. And even so, like the big shows, the big Tow shows like Daytona and Tinley, and all that, those are two day shows. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I get it. It's, it's cool. You get there and get done. And if everybody knows the show, they show up to buy their shit and get out. So I guess I, that's the good thing about a one day show. But yeah, you don't get the fun hanging out on Saturday night with everybody because everybody just heads back to their home.
2: But no other shows do that.
0: Uh, what the big shows do. All those people show up to hang out with their friends. So yeah. like Arling, all the NARBCs and Daytona. I do see some of the Repticon ones, but I think those are like, like in Florida where all of you will live kind of near each other already.
2: So they already know each other.
0: Yeah. Huh. So I'm all for shows. I'm I'm I think it's great. I I think like Morph Market is awesome, but I don't think online reptile shopping is going to completely kill in person reptile shopping.
2: I enjoy shows more during the summer when I don't have work. Well, yeah, when it's the school year, my weekends are like recovery mode. And sometimes it's hard to do that if you're traveling to a show.
0: But I think the one thing like Morph Market has done is made shows easier to find stuff priced at a decent price. Because now everybody's like, what does this cost? And you go, well, what's it running on Morph Market? And people check Morph Market and things. Whereas like the old days it shows, it was the Wild Wild West sometimes. I mean, I had to sell fucking Boas once for next to nothing. Because if I wanted to sell any of that shows, the only way it was going to work. Because I showed up with some really nice hypo Boas and people had them going for like, I think I had to sell them for like 50 bucks. When was this? That was in uh, Birmingham.
2: This was before Joe. This is before this we was were right married. right
0: after Joe. I, remember before, I don't know. After Joe? I think so. Oh. This was, actually would have been Terry's. One of Terry's shows, his last shows. Uh, of the Dixie Show. The reptile Dixie Reptile Show. show. Yeah. I, I went in and everybody had all their boas marked down. Fucking nothing because they bought them all wholesale. And none of them were breeders. And so, yeah, I, I, I lost money that weekend. I sucked. I hated it. But now you don't see that because Morph Market kind of sets the market value on, on reptiles. And then you have people like Travis get messages from people asking if he can take less than market value.
2: Uh, that's everybody though, right?
0: Yeah, Travis gets has fun ones.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that's yeah. one
1: thing that like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just not good at haggling, but I've just it's never really occurred to me to ask somebody if they would give me something for less in, than in the old days of the what hobby they're charging
0: in the old days of the hobby that that was kind of the thing though. Like you went to a show and you could probably ask for 50 bucks, 60 bucks off something and probably get it. Yeah. But yeah. Now things are priced so, so evenly across the board mm-hmm. that, that there's no fucking reason to do that anymore. Like the only time I, I was ever oh. pissed about it was I, I bought a hog Island boa once that was supposed to be a female. And the guy had a two, had a male and a female. I bought a female and I asked him, I said, uh, we do 100 bucks less because it was kind of expensive at the time. He says, Nope, this is all I'm going to do. Said, Fine, fuck it, I'll take it. And then years later, when I was finally like, This thing's not fucking growing, let me probe it. And it was a male. And I was like, Motherfucker. <sighs> so that sucked. I hated that moment. Yeah. But tra- Travis, you want to talk about it, your recent there's,
4: one? There can be a time and a place to haggle, but it's. There's a reasonable level of haggle, and then there's just just fucking stupid. You know, (laughs) I'm sorry. Like there's just, there's no, there's, there's no fine line. Like, you know, if, if somebody has bought for me before, I'm going to give them a discount. Yeah. Usually without them even having to ask a lot of times, if there's somebody I've worked with as friends and stuff before, you know, even if they've never bought for me, but I know them well enough, I'll give them a discount. Um, you know, some people like if they ask all the right questions and Sorry. then, you know, like they, they know the care and everything that's going to go into it. And then they say something like, you know, could you knock a couple bucks off of shipping or something? Yeah, fine. But like if your first or second question is basically, give me Snake for free or, you know, <laughs> hey, I know the snake's only 50 bucks, but can you throw in free shipping on top of that? And it's like...
1: Yeah, see, I feel like, know, like there's... The
4: answer that I want to reply back with is basically kiss ass, but I can't do that. But yeah. that's, that's what goes through my head.
1: I feel like it's just there's such a that's level just insulting. of... insulting. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. distasteful. Like, I've gotten deals before, but it was because the person offered it to me, not yeah. because I asked for it. And, and it was usually, you know, between friends, I'd ask them, you know, how much do you want for this? And they're like, for you, I'll do this much. I'm like, okay, that works. But I'm not expect like, I would never go into an expo or, you know, look at something on Morph Market and message somebody with the expectation that they're going to give me a discount simply because I asked for it. There's so much time and effort that goes into breeding and raising these clutches that, I mean, the- there's a reason that they're valued the way that they are. And you have to well, you yeah, have like, to try to make a little bit of money. Well, see,
0: so Darren <laughs> has a point. See, back in the day, at the end of a show, that was because i You remember this? Like they don't. Uh-huh. on Sunday mm-hmm. was the day to walk around and if the thing you still wanted was available, see if they'll knock fifty bucks off because they They don't, don't
2: want to take it home. But Darren's mm-hmm. right.
0: Now they can just take it home and sell it on morph market. They don't. Uh-huh. There's not a worry if they go. If it goes home, it's still going to probably sell. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I agree. Look, my dad said, it, it, don't get angry at a vendor that won't haggle. Uh, I'm only angry at the one that sold me a male that was supposed to be a female. But I don't mind if someone at a show says, "Hey, what's the best you can do?" or "Hey, we take whatever off." And if my answer is, "This is the best I can do," this is it, and they go, "Okay, we're good." My problem is I go, "This is the best I can do," and they have an attitude with being too... you they want to go, "Yeah, well, it's cheaper on the other yeah. side of the show." Like they're well, entitled, like
1: they're entitled for the discount. Uh-huh. Like you're not entitled to anything. So know. it's
2: yeah. it's funny though that we talk about this because it's not just. So I'm when I'm buying something from someone like something they made or something they created and it's like a small business I don't want your discount like this Mm -hmm. is this is your business this is how you're trying to make a living like I appreciate that you want to offer me the discount and there are days where I will take the discount but if I have the money at the time then no I don't want it but his dad used to work retail. He was a manager for Lowe's and he would have people come in and try to hackle the price at Lowe's at a retail. Oh
1: yeah. P- like, people. I used, I'm like, I used to work for, store. What? I used to work for Ann Taylor and people all the time would come in and try to haggle on the prices. People would try to haggle on clearance prices where it was like the item was already like $15 on clearance. And I'm like, This is not a bazaar. If you don't like the prices, here is the number to corporate. You can call it and take it up with them. (laughs) Right. Like, either buy it or get the fuck out of my store. So, I'm
0: I'm not going to say any names as to who this happened to. And if they want to say, they can say. But someone recently had a customer complain because their price was too low.
2: (laughs) What? Their price was too low?
0: So, they they posted a snake for sale. And the person was upset because they felt that they didn't want to buy a cheap animal. And that it should cost more. But then they wanted a deal on it. What? They wanted to know what was the lowest they could do on it, and then and then they were upset that it was so cheap, and then they thought that it should be better.
1: Oh my gosh! I was like, stupid. Whatever drugs they're taking, because <laughs> it sounds like it's probably <laughs> yeah. some good shit. <laughs> good
2: gracious! The, I, you just can't make some people happy. The whole the no.
0: whole thing. I was like, the, the first they asked what was the cheapest they could do, and then when the person told them that, look, it's cheaper than all the rest of them on on Morph Market, and they were told. Well, that's kind of, that kind of worries me. You don't you don't always want to buy the cheapest of something. Oh my God. I don't, but you did. You did want to buy the cheapest of something. You, you wanted it to be cheaper than the cheapest of it's something. It's like you
2: don't buy the bottom of the line tires, but you don't want the crazy expensive ones. You want the middle of the road tires. <laughs>
0: except, except this guy wore the slightly used cheaper tires that were behind the shop.
1: Oh my God. That's. That hurts my head. This I, That's <laughs> crazy.
4: Yeah.
0: So I thought that story was. Okay. Good. You see
4: all kinds. Lord. I mean, I've I have seen. I I have yet to ask somebody. I have yet to have somebody ask me for a free snake. I I am sure it will happen someday because like I I got that when I was you know when I was really big into carnivorous plants. You know I, you know like, you know like I guess I sent that snake to James. James didn't ask for that. I just sent it to him. You know I have. He did have permission though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, you know and, and, and I have I've done this with other people like I, I sniper people all the time with shit um, you know and sometimes he uses people. other
2: people to send it yes. so that a lot of times I do a lot of times
4: I do um you know sometimes sometimes I've been a little bit duplicitous about it like you know uh, Owen from <laughs> NPR like you know he's, he's he's got that whole Bigfoot thing I so funny. I, I I lied about why I needed his address for, to Eric.
0: So does Eric he? Know, does gave, he officially no, know his it?
4: phone number? I had his address. From I hope I he knows because it's, it's uh,
0: getting put out. I, there oh, now. we'll never listen to this. No, no,
4: he already knows. He already knows. Eric spilled the beans <laughs> on. him. Uh, but I, I, I asked Eric for his phone number because I needed the phone number to get the order. I ordered him um, Sasquatch spice mixes, and I sent it to him. But I I told the company I'm like this is a surprise gift. So, please don't put any of the ordering information on it. Just send it to this guy with nothing in there other than the stuff. I'm,
0: I may have received some, <laughs> and, some Bigfoot coffee. And for coffee. like three yeah.
4: weeks, he was raging on the show about it, but he liked the <laughs> spices. And then, yeah, eventually Eric outed me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, well,
0: may, I, may I, though, I may have received some Bigfoot coffee that say, we repackaged. That and we've been
4: repackaged here. and then sent
2: from here.
1: There's a friend of mine, um, he actually lives in uh, Maryland, right outside DC. And uh, there's a small group of us that we all met each other through the internet and his name is travis coincidentally um but travis likes to fuck with people so we decided that we were kind of sick of his shit so (laughs) we decided that we were gonna fuck with him back so we started this little group and every other week or so one of us will send something anonymously to his house and just something completely random like i think somebody sent like some grass clippings in an envelope to his house (laughs) um Like, or a sticker here or there, and he has yet to figure out, like, what the hell's going on. He thinks that it's his sister-in-law just screwing with him. That's hilarious. Um, it's, it's fantastic. But you know what? He sent me a feather pillow that my dog destroyed in the living room, so I don't feel badly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> do, do, me, do me one really big favor. <laughs> Just because I don't want my, my my life to be made really complicated, don't send him any white powder.
1: No, 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 that, we're do not that. doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. My next package though is going to be an envelope full of cilantro because he absolutely hates it. So. Cilantro, yeah, that's hilarious. I can't wait.
0: Uh, Darren, Darren Watson, no, you don't get free snakes from Travis. You already got.
4: Yeah, but yeah. So so that that was the, the tangent. I, I did the same thing with plant people. I would send plants to people all the time, but again, like there was always a reason behind it. Um, Like one guy, I remember he joined the forum. He was just a kid. Um, And he was asking, you know, again, he was asking all the right questions and he didn't know exactly what he wanted. So he was, you know, just asking about different species and I dropped him a line. I'm like, you know, just give me your address and I'll throw some stuff in a box for you. And, You know, Now he's, I mean, he's a huge carnivorous plant guy. He's got like one of the best collections in the U S but as the years went by one time on the forum, he did mention, he's like, you know, I remember when I first got into this and Travis sent me a box of stuff just because that's the kind of guy Travis is. And within like five minutes of that post going up, I had people saying like, you know, why don't you send me free things? I'd like this. I was looking through your plant list. I want some of these. And I'm like, okay, that's not how this works. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the day that somebody does. They like see something I have on Morph market and they're like, Hey, why don't you just send me that? Well, that's like, I you sell know? Sambo is, <laughs> how a, about I'm not, I sell Sambo is, and
0: they'll go for like 75 bucks a piece. And every now and then also can you get free shipping? Not on a $75 snake. If I give you free shipping, that snake, I make $25. Like It costs 50 bucks I, to I, ship the snake.
4: I, I I did have that. I I I made a black pastel, just a single gene black pastel. It was a male, I didn't care. I didn't even bother to find out what black pastels were going for, because I figured this is a single gene snake in, you know, twenty nineteen. Nobody nobody cares about a male black pastel. So I put her up on Morph Market for fifty bucks. And like I wasn't even thinking. I put it up in the morning. I went to work. I got home. I had 47 messages oh my God. for that animal. Because everybody like, you know, and it's like, if this isn't a typo, I really want this animal. And yeah, more than half of them were like, you know, does this include shipping or is it just, is that shipped? And I'm like, why would I say, it will cost me more than 50 bucks to send you this. animal. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's, that's basically asking for the snake for free. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: It, it's crazy. Uh, so another thing happened to today uh, on Facebook, and since they've made it public, I want to go ahead and bring it up, because it, it bothered me, because they're a friend of mine. So the Grants, I don't know if you saw the post that John Grant posted earlier. No,
2: I haven't been on Facebook really today.
0: So someone decided to make a negative post about our buddy, the Grants, in their in their, in their reptile shop, uh, that they don't take care of their animals, and that they just the, the animals are sick and dying, and they're just throwing them away. Because the person, from what we can tell, went dumpster diving behind their shop, and in there found a dead boa that didn't ask any questions about it. It was a boa that had gotten dropped off on their doorstep. Yeah. That was sick. They tried for a week to nurse it back. It just never happened. It passed. They double bagged it, put it in a box and threw it in the dumpster. Cause it's a dead, it's, it's a dead animal. It's decomposable dead animal. It's fine. Yeah. Well, they go making a post on Facebook of how this pet shop is horrible and their animals are sick and they're dying and all this. And I'm like, fucker. And, and it was funny. Cause then, the first three or four people on, on his comment were like, "You should get this place shut down, you should call someone and then uh and then yeah, it, it didn't go the way he expected from that point on oh my gosh then everybody else that knows the grants and knows yeah it did not go the way he wanted, but I'm like people feel that they have to go straight to the internet and say what they whatever they want without any evidence any anything oh, yeah and and people will believe we that also
2: too. live in an age where And this is something that I'm, like, attempting to work on. So maybe by the time my third graders get to you in high school, they'll know how to do this. I don't know. I doubt it. But, like, we're working on conflict resolution. Like, if you have a problem with someone, then there's a right way to approach them and a wrong way to approach them. I'm trying.
0: You're not going to fix that in one year with (laughs) third graders.
2: I'm trying.
0: Because that's not the world we live in. If you watch YouTube videos, people, as soon as there is some inkling of an argument, the first thing someone does is take their phone out, record the person, and then prod them until they can get that person to look crazy and yelling at them. Oh, yeah. When you're like, yeah, but you're the fucked up person, too. You're you're not trying to stop the conflict. Yeah. I've seen several of them up on Facebook. You're faces, escalating it. Yeah. They'll, right. they'll, they'll, they'll follow the person, and they'll say things, and they'll be a dick just to be like... Don't get me wrong. I'm really good at being a dick just to be a dick, but... <laughs> In certain situations, when you're just doing it just so you can film a video, the just so you can get first step is admitting it? you have a problem. Jessica. Oh, it's not a problem. I don't have a problem with it. I'm really good at it.
1: That you but, are. But
0: that's, but that's the, that's like the world we live, the live in. Sounds like reached stage
1: of acceptance. All right.
0: We yeah. got a snake question. And it's a genetics question, so it's right up Travis's alley. Oh. Daniel Patton said, at some point, could you speak on paradox, co-dominant expression, in ball pythons, not them having black spots, when there is a clear and distinct expression of multiple genes? Also, I don't mean chimeras, I'm fresh from the last interview and saw y'all were live, so that sounds fine. Tr- that's a Travis question.
4: I don't even. Know I, it. He's processing. I'm not really sure what he's asking because so paradox is a bastard term in the hobby. It's it it has no legitimate scientific use. Um, we use it generally to describe chimera or mosaic animals, but it's. In ball pythons, it's not heritable. Um, the closest thing we have is possibly something that Mike Wilbanks had, but the last I heard, he still hadn't proved that out, so we don't know what's going on there.
0: Yeah, our, our buddy uh, Natasha Ray-White, the wife of Douglas Ray-White, she had one that she would bring in to shows for a little while. It's her like, pride and joy.
2: Oh, the one that she hatched or whatever. Yeah,
0: she marked it like ten thousand bucks. Yeah, because she doesn't, doesn't want to sell it. She's just like, if someone offers me ten thousand dollars, yeah, sure. But she was just happy to have it because, again, like you said, it's not a. If as far as we know, an inheritable it's just a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a random thing. That's why you'll see them at shows, um, and it's, it's like, oh, I want to do that. Well, don't buy a don't buy a paradox ball python, thinking you're going to produce paradox ball Python. Is
2: this is this what we're talking about?
0: Uh, yes. Kind of cool looking. They're cool looking, depending on what they are. And and, and the chimeras are a weird one, because chimeras are the one where, like, it could have clown and banana and two different, like, it's two different things. Like, it's not the same. Well, st- you
4: could get that with a mosaic, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, depending on how, how the genetics fold out. So, a mosaic is where you have two different appearances, but they're from the same genetic stock. So like if you have a, an animal that's albino or het for albino, but for some reason, some population of those cells in that animal lose the wild type because of like an improper cell division or something. And all that's left is the albino allele. Then you get patches that are albino. They're all the same genetic stock though. Cause it's all from that one animal. A chimera is where you get two eggs that fuse or partially fuse. And so it's two different genotypes blended into one animal. And then you can, you can see some really crazy stuff there. Like, you know, yeah. Half the animal is spider. Half the animal is lesser.
0: So when you you breed a chimera, I'm assuming you can get a mix of either side of that in the offspring.
4: It depends. Um, It depends on, the genetics of the gametic tissue. So, like, if you have a chimeric male, and one of his testes is like spider, and the other testy is gotcha. lesser, then it could almost breed as if it were two so, different.
0: So organs don't aren't necessarily mixed like the outside. So both testes. Right. Could Not necessarily one.
4: in some cases they, in some cases they can be, but in some cases it might be like just that whole back half, like the back half of the animal is spider. So both of the testes would be spider and gotcha. it would just breed like a spider. Even if the front half of the animal is lesser yes. banana.
0: So you could have spider testes in it and then have like a banana liver genetically. Right. You could. So oh, it, obviously the, the liver won't be banana color, but it'll carry that. That if you were to take a sample of that, that ba- DNA, yes. yeah, it would show up. So so yeah. not just the outside is multiple animal multiple genes. The also, inside could be multiple. If genes. you
2: Google Chimera ball pythons, it is a rabbit
0: hole of some really cool looking shit. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean it's a clusterfuck of stuff.
1: Not me grabbing my
0: phone. Uh, I, just, <laughs> quick,
1: I to go- I no, jump back. Travis on. and normally
0: have to Google I just stuff. Jump back to to John oh, Grant. You can check his... out the. I'm, I'm muting y'all. You can jump back to John Grant's uh, Facebook page, Grant Family Exotics and Reptile Store, to read the whole thing and see the post and all that. That way, you can see about that again. It's it was fucked up because again, it's someone trying to ruin someone's livelihood uh, by throwing out false information, and I, that that shit pisses me off when that happens. Uh, but back to this. Uh, Jeff Frederick said, while we're on the topic of paradox and, and heritability, what about genetic paradoxes yeah. in Sanboas? Oh, okay. So, I can, I can it there. it there. Is that more like a calico genetically? Uh, that's its own actual uh, gene. Uh, pa- there's So, the paradox in Sanboas is attached to a certain albino gene. So, there's paradox albinos, and then there is albino. They're two totally separate genes, but that paradoxing only comes with it comes with the albino, like it's 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 part of that gene. So it gets very confusing when someone sells like a, a low expression paradox albino. So you, some paradox albinos will have no spots, super low expression, and it will look like an albino samboa. And people will get that thinking they have an albino samboa, and when in reality, you have the gene for paradox albino, and they don't. It is not compatible with the was it bell albino, the normal albino. Um,
4: yeah, and the paradox, al, uh, samboas. Are probably most analogous to banana.
0: banana yeah, because it shows you'll get more spots because age. yeah,
4: they 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 spot up. It's you know banana is an albino type morph, but you've got those weird random normal coloration spots that just pop up, and you know in bananas, obviously the. The size of that flecking is a lot smaller and it tends to be like more peppered across, whereas in the sand boas, you can have really large yeah. swaths of the paradoxing. Um, also, in the paradox sand boas, they're born paradoxed, right?
0: Yes. And I, but in, I, have, I have noticed with, that they gain a little, a few spots here or there as they get older.
4: Right. but but they they come out with the paradoxing on them, whereas the banana ball python with they H. they all come out normal looking, and the paradoxing happens later. but that's that's not really unco surprising with ball pythons because ball pythons undergo that oncogenic color change well, and then so, the,
0: and then the calico there are some calico samboas, but I don't know if anybody's proven that to be genetic. It's different than the paradoxing in sambos. there's uh, calico they kind it's kind of like a like their version of like the pied white side stuff you'd see in corn snakes almost I um, stop looking at pythons. yeah you do <laughs> but uh i don't think anybody's proven that to be in uh heritable yet the calico and samboas so
1: so i'm like the worst person to talk to about genetics because i, I honestly travis like every time you post in the group i'm like I really want to like what he's posted, but I have no idea what any of this fucking means. I stuff. Google a lot of stuff. It's okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Google a lot. It just it
2: goes over my head, like I. It, and there's sometimes I'll even message him. I'm like, hey, explain this to me, and then he like sends it to me in layman's. I terms. do have a question. <laughs> I, I love I, layman's <laughs> terms.
0: We've talked about this before, and and I still have a hard time somebody explaining it. So let's go to boas, and I know boas is not your strong suit, but you do know genetics. As you know, there is sharp albino, call albino. They're not the same. And then there's the VPI, which is the T positive, which is the one that looks like caramel and ball pythons and all that. It still has some some melanin-ish looks to it. But you've said Mm -hmm. before that the call and the sharp probably are not both T negative albinos, right? Correct. So explain that.
4: Okay. So T negative, the T and T negative stands for tyrosinase which is an enzyme. The enzyme is the very first step in the process of melanin synthesis. So if you don't have tyrosinase, you cannot start the entire process to make melanin. Gotcha. So a T negative mutation is one that takes away tyrosinase.
0: And gives you your traditional albino look to what we normally think of in snakes. Or anything
4: right so now you can have different alleles that destroy that gene but it's still it destroys that gene and there's only one gene for tyrosinase so any way you erase that that's just a t negative animal but if you you can't break tyrosinase any more than just look i took tyrosinase away like you know gotcha. once i if i cut my if i cut my thumb off I, I can't cut my thumb off a second time and have a, a two different ways of cutting my thumb off. My thumb is gone. That's the difference between T positive, and T negative. If I cut my thumb off and I have no thumb now I'm, you know, I'm four finger, but if I cut my pinky off, I'm four finger. I'm still not thumb minus four finger though. Gotcha. If that makes sense. So while they both look very similar because they're both, you know, lacking almost completely in dark pigment. One of them is still a T-positive type because it still has the tyrosinase gene. So, it's just somewhere else along the line.
0: It's not making melanin The
4: pathway is broken to the extent that the melanin is either not synthesized or not expressed if it is synthesized.
0: Gotcha. So because like a tea- so for the T positive ones, anybody's ever seen a caramel ball python or T positive boa, they still have the, tyrosinase so, the ter- tyrosinase, so they can still
4: tyrosinase.
0: They can still make melanin. I mean, because they, they they definitely don't look traditional albino when you see something like that. They
4: they they can still start the process of melanin synthesis. Gotcha. And with yeah, with things like you know caramel and stuff like that, and you might. You know, I've never been up close and personal with a sharp and a call together to be able to say this is the one that is most probably the T positive versus the T negative. There are, there are ways you can kind of detect whether or not there's still a very low level of tyrosine, or uh, of tyrosinase producing melanin in those animals, even if they look melanistic, a so, amelanistic. So so is that why you can't breed a call to a sharp?
0: You can. You're just going to get normal looking You boas. can.
4: You're just going to get normal looking ballpipes, or normal looking yeah. boas out of it. Oh.
0: Yeah, because of the, I know
2: you're be carrying... like, it has to be this line. And so
0: yeah. just never really paid attention to why. Which, which that ex- explanation would, kind of explain paradoxing in Sambo as how it's its own albino, but they're still producing melanin, obviously, because they're producing flecks of melanin in those paradoxing spots. So that would still be a T-positive albino, even though there is like a caramel, I think, uh, albino in Sambo. So
2: your T-positive has the chance of not producing melanin, but it still Also has
0: the chance of producing, whereas the T-negative has no chance. T-negative has no chance. Yeah.
4: Okay. The T positive still has a chance of producing melanin. Now, the amount of melanin may be like only one percent of normal, and that one percent isn't sufficient enough to really your for your eye to perceive the difference between a one percent melanized animal and a zero percent melanized animal that is the T minus. Gotcha. But it's still producing some degree chance. of melanin. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: And so that's why it's, it's always tricky when, when things that have multiple... And a lot of snakes, I mean, have multiple albinos. Um, but like the Sambo... A lot of
4: different animals. I mean, humans have multiple albinos. Yeah. We've got, you know... The, the most common type of albinism in humans is a T-positive type. It's OCA2. And that's a T-positive type, albinism in humans. But they still, I mean, you just by eye, if you ran into one out in public, you wouldn't know whether or not they were T-positive or T-negative.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So interesting. That is cool. Genetics. I, I love genetics.
1: I do have a question that's kind of a little off topic. Um, and I feel like I may already know the answer to this, but we'll see. Um, so obviously there's like a lot of different snakes and lizards we can get a ton of different morphs but the king of morphs is obviously ball pythons is that because they just happen to be the most popular snake and so they're the one that people work with the most that we have such a large variety or is there something it's because about ball python aliens (laughs) no james
0: i you think i'm joking there is there's a there's a place i believe in africa they think it's because of aliens i didn't make that shit up
1: is there something about ball python specifically that just makes it really easy to create all of these wild variations. Because, I mean, there's like, I mean, what? Like, like genetically,
2: are they different?
0: Well, they have yeah. a wide range. That helps.
4: They have they have an extremely wide range, which...
2: And by wide range, you're talking about, like, where they live, right? Yeah.
4: Where they have, okay. they have an, ext- an extremely large native range where they live. Okay, um, Which, it's not just that they have a large range, but it also tends to be well it's kinda of like corn snake ranges in the US and that, I would say yeah. that corn snakes probably have just about as many mutations in them as well. Yeah, I was also saying the um, huge
0: range for corn snakes is too.
4: Yeah. But they're they're while they have a really big range, it's really a whole bunch of pocket ranges together. And so each of those individual pocket ranges acts as sort of a reactor where if a mutation happens, it can just enrich inside of that population. Okay. So like That's all the cool. different mutations that we see aren't just coming from like one group of pythons; They're coming from all over the place. And because they're being collected over this really, really big range, it's a lot more likely for people to be able to find them. Plus the way that they're collected and work and brought into the hobby out there. Like they just go out and they catch gravid females. The gravid females drop the eggs. They let the females go and they keep those eggs. And, you know, they're hatching thousands upon thousands of eggs a year that way. So when that happens and you're bringing all of those babies in before any predators can get to them, then your ability to to catch the mutations as they get you know produced from random pairings and those genes match up is it's super easy because they're all just right there rather than trying to have to go out and find those mutations out in the wild literally you know some of the ones that they find in the wild are the ones that are really subtle and don't you know don't get really picked off when because a, they're not
0: and a lot of them are, are incomplete dominant uh, morphs so the heterozygous form of it may is not. As, That's the Oh one my God, see, look right? at this. The, the heterozygous yeah. is when you have one, one allele and the other allele, right? You have one of each. Yeah. So in, in an incomplete dominant one, they may look fairly normal. That's why you see a lot of these incomplete dominant ones as, uh, basically they're a head. They are a head. Scientifically speaking, uh, they look kind of, eh. Oh, so
2: they look normal, but they've got all this they, genetic they look, fancy stuff. They look
0: normal ish. Gotcha. So when someone
4: says that, they, like... They look close enough to normal. Like, a really yeah. good example is yellow belly. Like, d- d- just in a past, like, uh, if I just threw a yellow belly and a normal down on a table, and you just had to pass over them and had this long to tell the difference between the two, you wouldn't be able to do
2: it. Yep, looking at pictures now, you but, can't. <laughs> right.
4: But the homozygous version of a yellow belly is an ivory. It's, it's a shock white snake. Yeah. That's gonna stand out in the wild.
0: So these heterozygous so, incomplete ones, they survive. And that's that's you always used to hear the term like uh, Dinker project. Someone will get these wild ones out of Africa that look just a little different, and it may be fucking nothing because there's such variety in the natural color and pattern. But then some of these that look just a little more yellow or just a little more pale, when they bred them back to each other, realize, oh no, that is something. This is just the het version of it that looks fairly normal, which is why it survived in the wild and it kept breeding and passing these genes on the homozygous version, like the solid white snakes. Cause there's several of them in that solid white ball Python complex where the normals look like, um, um, what's the one I'm, I can't think of that turns solid white. Um, it's Fire. Blue, nope, it's a blue eyed, leucistic one. And it's, uh, I got Nope. It's a, nor- it's a very common single gene one. I say single gene. It's an incomplete dominant, but it's really, com- what the f- Fuck is it? I hate ball pythons. Yeah, I don't know, but while you're thinking know, about Mojave? it, yeah, Mojave. Mojave look, to me looks fucking normal all the time. Like, I don't see anything I mean, special there, but it makes a white snake when you breed it back to a Mojave. That's cool.
1: So, like, there's a few morphs that, like, I know offhand. Like, I can look at it and say, okay, I definitely know that that's a spider. I know that that's yeah, probably an orange dream. Fl- flipping or around something. inside the container, it's a spider. <laughs> um so so if something's het for something <laughs> that means that it it can definitely produce that gene Ye- like i like yeah. i have okay. a my hog nose i was told is oh like no, het
0: happened? oh, oh, oh no. no well we're still recording it has two different
4: copies or two different alleles of okay. a gene I'm, I'm
0: gonna give you my high school okay. biology so one. Like, i talked to ninth to ninth graders and they're dumb as fuck yeah, so no no pretend
1: i'm a ninth grader
0: they're dumb as fuck so you get one version of that gene from mom, one version of that mm-hmm. gene from dad, right? One that is het got, let's go with albino, right? Heterozygous heterozygous albino, um, whatever it is, all look normal, right? They carry the gene for albino. They got that from, say, mom, but they got a normal one from dad. And so they look normal. But if I breed it to an albino, mm-hmm. that hidden albino gene then could go to the baby. And the albino gene from the albino parent could also go to the baby. And now I have an albino baby. Same thing happens with these incomplete dominant ones uh, where they have one normal allele, one normal color, and one of the special ones. And sometimes they look a little different. And then when you breed them together, you get two of the special ones, and now they're fucking white. It's 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 their own thing. It just works different because like the ones that are incomplete dominant have – there's three forms of that snake, basically. There's a normal version. Mm-hmm. There is the heterozygous version, which may look different. And then there is the homozygous version, which will also look different. Whereas if you're dealing with a recessive trait, there is normal, and there is visual. Those are your two options.
1: Okay. Those are your so two, like I
4: those have are your a two appearance options. Yeah. yeah. Those are your options. Yeah. Yeah. your yeah. phenotype. Yeah. Options. yeah, yeah. Your genotype options are still normal, het, and visual. But the het looks like the normal because in a recessive, that het trait you ke- is overpowered by the wild type and, allele. And,
0: and so when you see someone selling possible het whatever's mm-hmm. that's they've done a pairing that now produces genotypically gene-wise ones that have nothing but normal genes ones that have a normal and the morph and then ones that have both uh that have to the two morph genes right well all of the ones that look normal you don't know which ones have the secret gene in them and which one just has two normal genes in it so they have to be sold as possible heads well so back. They should be sold as possible heads. Okay. Uh, there are some out there that to make money will sell them as heads. And then someone breeds it down the road and realizes they have nothing but a normal because it didn't carry that gene in it because they look the same.
1: Yeah. So like my um my western or plains hog nose, he's a normal, but I was told that he's het snow. But so. he's he's never been bred before. So he would base. I would basically have to pair him to know for sure. Or yeah, I'm assuming
0: I don't know. Hagen- I'm assuming in, Hagen- <laughs> in Hagen- <laughs> the snow is the same as everything else, where it's an antheristic. Is gene- antic albino? Okay, mm-hmm. so it's two recessive traits. That, albino. Yeah, that are hidden inside of that of him. So if you bred him to an albino, just a straight mm-hmm. up albino, you should statistically get some albinos. Okay. And some normals, and they could all possibly be het for antheristic. Which would be the gray. Yeah. All the gray ones. Now, if you took it and bred it to a snow, you could get a whole grab bag of stuff. You could get snows. You could get anries, You could get albinos. And you could get normals. Um, but that, that's the only way to breeding it to a visual. So when people test breed something, like if they buy a possible het, if you buy a possible het anything, you really need to breed it to a visual of whatever that gene is to truly mm-hmm. try and figure out what it is. Cause if I breed a het to another a possible het to an actual het, I still statistically could get all normals and have no clue which is which. I have no clue I either think, well, this thing is obviously not a possible het, or I'm like, oh, fuck now, I gotta try it again and see and keep trying. But if you breed it to a visual, it's going to give you a better chance of finding out, all right, this is what it is and and now I know.
1: Okay, I make it. yeah, because like I keep looking at him and I was like, you just look like a regular fucking snake, like, <laughs>
4: yeah, so, like I've got, I've but got, but he's carrying those two genes yes. inside yeah. of him. I'll probably now, never if, breed him, but it's interesting to if know if he was an anaconda het snow, yeah, that's... then that would that anaconda gene is incomplete dominant, so he would look different than a normal, but he wouldn't look
2: like a snow, right?
4: But he would, well, he would look different. In terms of like the patterning, because that's what the anaconda does—it changes the patterning. But he would still be the same normal color. Yeah. See, that's another thing—is
2: like your morphs and your corn snakes Mm -hmm. and your morphs and your boas and your morphs and the anacondas and the morphs and the like. It's all so different.
0: It's, but it's, but it's not.
2: Like, if you, yeah,
4: it all all sits in the same framework.
0: It's all, it's, it's all. If you understand basic genetics. It's all the same. Yeah. Um
4: and it, it it applies to more than just snakes, like yeah, plants. Lizards, mean. frogs, toads, turtles, cats, dogs, horses, donkeys. It's all
0: Mendelian genetics. He did yeah. it with a whole bunch of fucking pea plants and it still applies to every animal as well.
1: All right. That's crazy.
0: Um so, my, yeah. he,
1: my head hurts, but I, know, right? I have a better, I have a little bit of a better grasp. I still don't know what the hell well, Travis so, is posting it, in the group. I hear but... it enough that I'm like, it starts to sink
2: in. Well, over like time. I don't,
0: I don't like to buy possible het animals. I don't, I don't You're teaching
2: me this for like going on fifteen. Years. I don't like producing possible
0: heads. I yeah. want to know exactly what I'm making. So, but I do have two possible het albino boas. Uh, they're a brother and a sister. They're not getting bred together, but they're a brother and a sister. When I breed them, they will get bred to something that has a visual albino gene. I'm no. going to find out in that first pairing whether I have an actual head albino or a possible head albino and I need to rethink my plans.
1: If I was breeding, I would probably feel the same way. I, I don't think I'm ever yeah, so going to breed, In, general, in genetics, you have what we call a
0: test cross. And a test cross is when you take the one you're testing and then you breed it to basically the the homozygous form of that gene so you can test out whether it's, it's real or not.
1: Interesting. So. Cool.
3: It's, it gets
0: fun then I, I don't blame people for enjoying the genetics of ball pythons because it, it does get fun even though so many of them look fucking boring to me um
1: there's a lot out there where i'm like i there's some where i'm like yes i definitely know what that morph is morph is this is very clearly different from other you know other morphs out there and then there's others where i'm like it well I just these two look, look exactly the, the same
0: oh <laughs> uh, pandas yeah that's <sighs>
2: I need this thing in my life. It's, it's, panda p- it's panda? black and white. John, it's glorious. John,
0: John Grant made a panda pie last year.
2: Why did I not know about this?
0: I mean, it's, what is it's it? Cool. Is it pied and black pastel?
4: It's it's super black pastel <gasps> pie. I like black the and true, white stuff. The true panda is a super, no, yeah, is a super black pastel pie. Yeah. Um, but you, cool. you, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with that. Because um, the super black pastels. Have a tendency towards duck billing and kinking.
2: Yeah,
3: they got a funny um, face.
2: Um, they're probably so really expensive too. The, the
4: better option for a black and white type pied would be the uh, the suma pied, the super mahogany pied, um, or like a super mahogany black pastel pied. Although that tends to be a lot higher white. It's, I just think but they're cool. You want mm. you want jeans that aren't going this, to give you the stuff protein. i like in
1: snakes and the stuff james likes in snakes are totally opposite
4: yeah, in
2: mine are better spectrum
1: <laughs> see and i'm like i'm a I'm, I'm wild i'm a wild snake person so like that's
0: i like that in certain things but that's i also what I, know. I, I enjoy genetics so like i <laughs> yeah. enjoy like
1: typing so, in panda ball python and i typed in james instead <laughs>
0: same thing. i enjoy breeding a three gene animal with another three gene animal because when you get babies, oh, cute? it's it's an insane <laughs> cluster of stuff. It's you fabulous. Know, I
2: love it. I know. So Darren Watson posted, you know, who the fuck teaches Travis? I f- teaches Travis. I feel like he knows almost everything, and I feel like I feel like when we get you in your element, you do. It looks. But so, like, I feel the same so, way about James. So John or Grant like said. Megan when she starts talking about John Stern Grant stuff. said the ENG lines of
0: black pastels don't tend to kink, which is where his line comes from.
1: That's
4: cool.
0: So, i have maybe. to
1: like actively avoid the grant's table at expos because the last <laughs> several times that i've been there they've had these really beautiful bull snakes and i'm like i have no money to take one home so i just like yeah avoid their table lately, no no offense too. they're just really pretty and i have zero
0: lately the only good looking boas <laughs> he ever has are like sharp i'm like that doesn't do me any fucking good
1: i am um, they're,
0: they're not call albino Get i need shit
1: more pituifus and i need more king snakes so if anybody like feels generous and just wants to like mail me a speckled king at
0: I... see the picture of the one i posted of mine Drop my address it's, yes it's still looking amazing sorry
4: i don't i don't i don't work with speckled kings so. <laughs>
1: i don't i don't know if katie already told you but i will be stealing yours oh for... no i haven't but i wrote it on the calendar okay so great okay. what borrowing your it's snakes gonna be in
2: october. october all day yeah
0: don't fuck up my king snake. All I your know. I
2: told him you've got two. You can pick which one goes.
0: I only have one king snake. Oh, we had two. I have one. I thought we had two speckled kings. I have one speckled king.
2: No, we have two Louisiana pines. Yes, just kidding.
0: What's this? We? You got a fucking mouse in your pocket? I mean,
2: <laughs> I pay part of the bills.
0: You clean a pile of shit. I'll go ahead and throw you in the eh, we. I
2: cook you food.
0: Mm-hmm. You gotta count for something. It doesn't count for we on my Louisiana pines. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Patton said, uh, do you think the increased deformities in the eight ball complex are tied solely to the gene or to the gene and increased inbreeding?
4: I think it's all the gene. Really? Yes.
0: Yes, and and John Grant, my uh, amazing speckled king, is from Jim at Split Rock. So, I love that thing.
2: I love him. He's so great. Although
0: he doesn't do them anymore, so if anybody's wanting amazing looking ones, he doesn't have them anymore, so it sucks for you. But you can get amazing blackheads. He does have some amazing blackhead pythons. His Swiss line blackhead pythons uh, make me be okay with a snake that might want to bite me every time time I pick it up.
1: Ah, It's fine. (laughs) I I want a blackhead python.
0: I want one for I
1: want a lot of pythons. I have a very long list and only so much room.
0: Well, there are two stripy coastal carpets that are coming to stay with me at some point. And I can't wait. We're going to find out what happens when they grow up and they have babies. I'm about to move my coastal.
1: I'm about to play musical Wait, enclosures with what? my s- musical snakes. You said we're getting more snakes?
0: I already. T- I just, the beginning of this podcast, I said that. <laughs> From you're, John Grant. you like, coastal when, carpet. When is this happening? When they're ready for me to, for them to come to my house. When you have the money for them. It's John Grant. I'll be fine. Oh, Jesus. This will bring them this weekend if I want them. Oh, my God. Are they eating? Yes.
1: Split Jim. rock reptiles. Every time I see their booth, That's I just, Jim. I That's Jim. I stare yes. at them. And I'm so, like. And he's such I, a nice I, I person to have a conversation I with. I I could drop this money on a snake. Again, I shit on ball pythons. Because, oh, my God.
0: But his ultra male balls that Jim makes are fucking amazing. And he brings adults. Like, they still keep their color as adults. And he has these amazing ultra male pides. I, I do really like how those look.
1: In fact, I actually have a Split Rock Reptiles business card stuck in the mirror on my bathroom vanity because <laughs> one day one of those snakes will be mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, one's already mine. Send him a snake room.
1: Shut up.
2: <laughs> uh, that was a good gift.
0: That was a good gift. Someone yes. awesome
2: must have bought it for you.
0: Uh, I want to go through some of the things that are on our <laughs> on our over on our group page. I did post a picture of your frog on our group page. Cool. The Brazilian horned frog. I
1: don't think he's very happy back I in the classroom. Posted a picture of Millie looking I adorable <laughs> <laughs> and pitiful. She is, she is
0: both. Uh, I'm looking Just. through through some of the things that uh. They Got posted, Nathan posted some uh fence lizards, some cool looking fence lizards, and the blue that shows up on the males, those are really pretty.
1: Did I'm you see sure. the video of the guy narrowly uh almost stepping on the uh diamondback rattlesnakes? He was no, walking out one. of his house. Uh uh-uh. yeah. that. yeah, I didn't <laughs> see that one. He, he didn't even know it was there, it was caught on his doorbell camera. Um, and his wife was reviewing the footage and told him about it later. Um it's a really great video though. Just showing like snakes don't want to bite people. Yeah. He was just kind of like, wow, that's rude. Like I was trying to walk here. Um,
3: (laughs) I
0: love the one that Nathan posted, the one where the guy comes out with a shovel at the uh
2: That was the best. I was I was really worried. I was like, Oh my it's god, a, it's what a the hell Timber rattlesnake and he comes out with a shovel and then he like, scoops it up to move. He's it? like talks to snake, he's like, Shh, we're gonna move. The guy <laughs> over there has a gun. And he like throws the snake into the woods and the snake's like, bye, and like disappears. I had no clue where that video was going, but I'm like, All right, I trust Nathan.
0: <laughs> All right, so
1: Yep, that was a good one. That one was cute.
0: What's up with this common descent podcast that you posted, Travis?
4: I don't know which one did I post.
0: Genetics.
1: It's it's a bunch of letters strung together. Those
0: are, it's, not, it's, it's, well, it's DNA.
1: Oh no, that <laughs> is comprised of letters, is well, it not? Don't, it don't tell me they lied to me in grade school when we learned the alphabet. They are letters,
0: but Thank they, you. they stand for I
1: rest my case. They
0: stand for nitrogenous bases and DNA. Okay. I just Adonine, saw letters. I mean they, st- they
4: stand for Yes. Nerds. I saw letters. <laughs> it's, they stand for the DNTPs.
1: Okay, but there, um, there's no D I don't even, N- I don't or don't even P. When. There's oh, no the there's
0: it's a- I knew what it was because of the picture.
1: <laughs> Travis is going to be like, I yeah. don't want to talk to this woman again. My nose is starting to run, guys. <laughs>
0: I'll give the, the common descent one is an interesting podcast. So I like genetics. So I have to go that one. and Listen,
1: it's okay. My husband is an accountant, and he has to deal with this when it's time to go over the budget. Um, so.
0: Also, John Grant, if those things <laughs> just shed, I, I, I should be seeing some pictures of them soon. Just throwing that out there. Uh, <laughs> Travis did post happen. one. The, I've, I've worked with these before. Muntjac. They're a fucked up, scary little deer.
2: Uh-huh. With their they big old fangs. Yep.
0: But that's, so So this is an exa- exact example that if you were to give that skull to somebody who had never seen a muntjac and said, I need you to tell me what this animal looked like. They don't give you a muntjac. I don't uh-huh. give a shit what they design it as it would not come out looking like a munchak. It would yeah. come out looking like a saber-toothed deer or some sort of that's scarier than a munchak. Yep. But it's like, because I've seen that when they've done it with a hippo, the hippo doesn't come out looking like a hippo. Yeah. Well, uh, they've done it with a goose. It doesn't come out looking like a goose because skeletons are weird. And when you put them... It's, so again, it makes you wonder what the dinosaurs really look like. Yeah. Did they really look the way that we have them shaped? But, no. <laughs> yeah. I, so not- I mean, probably, but no. Yeah. I love the one. I saw one... Where it was a picture of a T-Rex and a picture of a kangaroo. And I was like, how do we know T-Rex didn't jump? Because he got, the, he's, it looks just like yeah, a kangaroo.
2: That's, that's a good point.
0: Uh, oh, new geckos described? I saw that, That's a cool one. Oh, Mark D. Shirts. He has a podcast. What is the podcast he has? Are you used to? I don't know if he still does it. Um, I don't know. He had a very educational. It was, a, it was like a reptile, but it was like a science based. But he found some new geckos, little tiny geckos. They
1: found a new uh, frog species in Costa Rica.
0: They're always finding new frog species. So this thing pop up everywhere,
1: and it's so cute.
0: Oh, you you posted Texas man escapes death after copperhead snake hidden in toolbox attacks. Yes, there's so yeah. much I want to unpack there in that title.
1: I like. <laughs> mm. All
0: right, he, he escaped envenomation. Maybe I'm not going to go as far as death.
1: I'm still processing the whole thing because, and then, I just and
0: then mm, it attacked it him hurts. from the toolbox. It it, it laid in or wait it and
1: struck from the toolbox out of
0: fear, out, out of fear. Of fear.
2: You gotta love headlines, man. You gotta love headlines.
0: Oh, and then Nathan shared this dumb fucking. This is nothing against Nathan. I like Nathan's. That's how he posted this dumb fucking guy. Oh, I didn't watch that. Free handling or It made me
1: nervous. That was the most stressful video. Like the whole time I'm just waiting for him to get in. All right, hold on.
0: Nope. Shush. This is. I need to voice something because someone posted this in multiple groups this past weekend. And if I had seen the person in real life, I'd have slapped him across the face. They took, like
2: the true Batman. Oh, it would have been right
0: up, right across the fucking face. <laughs> nice. So this past weekend, we didn't celebrate, but we, the the anniversary of Steve Irwin's death was this past weekend. Uh huh. And at the same time, some dipshit posted a video of Chandler from Chandler's Wildlife freehandling his big fucking cobra like a goddamn idiot. And goes, this is the closest we have to Steve Irwin. Shut the fuck up. Oh, not missed, even fucking remotely. And look, and look, I get the Steve, Steve Irwin freehandles stuff, but he freehandles stuff in the wild after tons and tons of, of expertise and, and practice and all this. These fuckers are freehandling shit in front of a camera in their house for views, not for conservation, not for saving the animal fucking views and you can't tell me that they're trying to do it so they can also preach conservation bullshit no. that's not the reason you take out a full-grown king cobra and start petting it on the head and playing with it in front of a camera
1: it took just me not. all of five seconds for one of his videos to pop up in my new in my news feed it was just like a sponsored ad yeah. or whatever it took me all of five seconds watching a video for me to realize this guy's a dumb ass
0: he is in no way any comparison to what steve Irwin did
1: no hey i'm not in the same groups y'all are in Spot. oh no it just it, like it, it just this. popped up in my targeted ads Ugh, and it, it, it was it was one where he was pulling one of his cobras out of the enclosure free-handed and i'm just like
0: oh lord i, just, I saw that and it got it my blood boiled, and then gray-haired. and then the guy posted it in another group and i was like oh i'm gonna comment on this one too and like why don't you it. just
1: report the video small children fucking love him i went to um this was uh over the summer I did a native class for, um, the learning zoo and Becca had messaged me the night before. And she was like, I just want to give you a heads up on this one kid who is very knowledgeable about reptiles. And, um, she and drew, let me know the types of shows that they like to watch, including Chandler's wildlife. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This gave me an idea of, of what I was about to walk into.
0: I'm all for when a kid wants to reference Emily at Snake Discovery. I think Emily does a great job with how Emily
1: she, knows what the fuck she's talking about and what she's
0: doing. But when the references are Tyler Nolan or Chandler. I don't know either of these people. You what's that, what's
1: just, that one coyote you dude? Know. You uh,
0: <laughs> you coyote know Peterson? Yeah, yeah him. Likes to get bit, stung by shit?
1: Yeah, kid was a big fan of Coyote Peterson too. And then he told me, I was talking about how like, you know, cotton mouths don't chase people, snakes don't chase people. And he's like, my dad says they do. And I'm like, well, your dad's wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go, Dad,
1: dumb,
3: <laughs> be like, be like Colonel
0: Sanders from the Water Boy. Your well, daddy that is wrong again. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I just that that was like, oh, duh. Steve Irwin is a hero of mine, and I don't care what anybody thinks about him. I what he did. Look, after he died, the void that was left in in wildlife, everything. Oh, there hasn't has been, been
1: anyone. Felt. There hasn't been anyone like him since.
0: But yeah, so that pissed me off. Um, Oh, yeah, to
4: go back and answer your question about the common descent one, because I I didn't remember which episode I shared, but yeah, that's that's just kind of a, a basic discussion of genetics, and since a lot of the hobby could use some help there, I thought that it would be a good one to share across. Okay. And it's not just, you know, I mean no, there, I'll, there's I'll a, lot, reasons a lot of people. To it. In the hobby. See, we have but- we have we have we have people like the two co-hosts who <laughs> genuinely want to expand their knowledge and then we also have people who they're currently think not they know breeding. a lot more about genetics than they actually know.
0: Yeah, they're currently not having breeding projects and they barely passed high school biology and they want to sit there at a table and talk to somebody about how all these I mean, genes. I mean I maybe work.
2: barely passed college biology, but that's because I was dating you at the time and you helped me study. So. That, that what gets me <laughs> so is you want to go there?
0: someone who has produced <laughs> when someone has produced babies and still doesn't understand the gene they have produced. I'm like, I need you to have a Basic understanding of biology and of, of genetics. It's like that's all. You, it's not even. You don't even have a master course in genetics for a lot of this shit. Just understand how that stuff works. And that there's so many times that people think they can breed something out of an animal that is fucking genetic. You can't breed. And and a lot of that has slightly sl- died off. But we go. We've talked about before, like the carpet pythons. There are people that thought they could breed the uh, or spiders. They think they can breed the wobble out of the stuff.
4: Robot.
0: You can't breed but, that out. It's attached to the genes. <laughs>
4: Like the 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 question about can you outbreed the kinking and the duck billing from black pastel complex? And no, it's you you can get varying.
0: Well, there's look, there's definitely varying amounts of across the board in those animals. In a spider ball python, in that whole thing, there are definitely varying amounts of neuro. But yeah, you can't tell me that there's not someone people like. Well, mine doesn't wobble. All right, I need you to feed it and tell me if it wobbles at all. Any sort of wobble when you feed it. It may not spiral around like the extreme cases, but when they get excited, like I had a carpet python that had jag in it. When they got excited, they're dumb. Like they just, they don't have aim.
4: And they're also probably not watching it. Like, you know, my my spider never spins. My spider never does these twirly things. My spider never has these weird problems. Okay, I'll tell you what you need to do. Go into your snake room about an hour after lights out and have a red flashlight and put it on your spider's tub and watch that animal as it goes along the front of its tub, crawling along and just corkscrews all the way around because that's when it's active and doing stuff Ooh. and not just sitting in a little wadded up ball in the back of your tub, not moving around so you don't realize that it's. Yeah. I think got most people just. Wobbling
1: have zero understanding of animal behavior to begin with so even if it was you know something really subtle that someone who's very experienced in animal behavior would notice the average person isn't going to that's true i agree with that well
0: people also put their own emotions on a lot of stuff yeah they don't want mm-hmm. it to be to have issues and so they won't see issues
1: yeah like yeah. you know people do that with their kids my lizard loves taking a nap with me Going to the grocery store. Well, no, if your snake tries to take it a
0: back. nap with you, it's measuring you up to eat you.
1: Obviously, right. so, everybody yep. knows that.
0: Just, just so you know, that one—that's that's 100 that's how that works.
1: Unless your name's Ophelia, and then you just fucking go for it.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: fucking king snakes. Man,
0: I was gonna. Oh, I know what I was gonna bring up. Uh, we didn't really talk about it last week, but uh, Animal Con. I just want to kind of step on slightly talk about Animal Con. I don't know if what you, is this. So Animal Con was a, a convention they had two weekends ago, I think, and it was all. It
4: was- it was the same in Texas? weekend as uh,
0: Daytona? No, it was after Daytona.
4: The weekend after Daytona?
0: Yeah. Um, it was in Florida. And okay. all of the content creators in animals, not just reptiles, but animal content creators came and got together. And uh, I'm not totally... Uh-huh. Go ahead.
4: I don't know that I would say all of the content. Okay. Uh, a large... I, I sure as shit didn't hear about Emily and Ed being down there.
0: A large amount of them. And, and some of them I actually respect. Uh, Garrett Hartle was there. I respect what Garrett Hartle does.
1: Where where was this taking place?
0: It was in Orlando. It was Orlando. Florida. Oh, okay. It was in Florida. It seems it's like, like a, a
1: really odd place mm-hmm. to hold Animal Con, given.
0: Well, there was no animals. So it was just people with cameras filming each other.
1: Well, I know, but it's just like, I mean, that's.
0: A lot of them are there. To-
1: are a lot of them based out of Florida? I and mean,
0: Chandler and uh, Tyler Nolan are there in Florida.
1: How do they still have the majority of their animals?
0: Because they can get permits, and they got everything they needed to get to get a permit. Hmm. It's not as hard sometimes to get what you got to get there. But, uh, I mean, Dave Kaufman was there. I respect what Dave Kaufman does. I, I hate this. I he hangs out with those guys. That annoys me. But he does what he does. Um, but, yeah, Ed and Emily, I didn't see them there. Um, but I just, I, I don't think... I just heard some people talk about how it's going to be great for the hobby and this and that. I'm like, it would be great for the hobby if we were policing who was putting out shit. You know, I'm all for content creators because we're obviously a very, very small content creator. But uh, there's still... I'm
4: all for responsible content creators. Mm -hmm. And very, very few of those people qualified as responsible content creators. Most of them are just out there. For the likes. They don't give a shit about whether whether or not what they're doing makes us look bad. In fact, ninety-nine percent of what they're doing makes us look bad. And it's I'm I have said this before, I will say it again. I don't care how many people try and make the argument of, oh, but they're bringing people to the hobby. They're bringing the wrong people to the hobby. Yep, and yeah. they're bringing the wrong attitudes to the hobby and they're bringing the wrong views to the hobby. Because those you people this aren't... Is, this would be like, like... I I don't understand why we glorify these people. They're idiots. This yeah. is like... You don't invite... Well, you can't. But this is... To me, this is the the level of like... You don't invite the Columbine shooters to come and talk at responsible gun ownership.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. It,
4: it, it's just but that's what you're doing is you're taking these guys who fucking juggle cobras because they think it's cool, and say this is what all reptile people are like. You know, fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I guys actually addressed are that
4: irresponsible trash fests oh. and they're going they are going to be the source of so many more problems in this hobby because they are so out there yep
1: and it, and it's all over the internet so you know when legislators want to try to you know put through a new bill that's going to restrict the hobby even more what are they using as examples they're using the idiots exactly. on youtube
4: because these idiots on youtube are the ones who are the most seen and the most you know glorified especially like look there's a whole convention of these people and this is what they're all like no you just took the ones who are popular because they do dumb fucking shit. You know, this Most is the cast even. of jackass.
0: So speaking of
4: as a reptile hobby,
0: dumb fuckers ruin it for people. I did get the email from US Ark, and I want to go ahead and talk about. They have an alert for Georgia. I saw uh, that email. Georgia Department of Natural Resources has proposed bans on certain animal species, including some reptiles. Uh, you can go to US Ark site to see the full thing. But uh, reptile species on this list include the Argentine black and white tegu because they're still at them again. Burmese pythons, Indian pythons, which no one fucking has, uh, and others. The list can be found on the alert link or at USARC. Uh, there's a virtual public hearing September 13th at 7 p.m. I'm assuming that is probably Eastern time since that is their time zone. Yes. Um, you can find again find all this on USARC's website. Comments must be submitted by five Eastern on September 30th. Be right What?
2: Because it says the hearing is the 13th. No, no,
0: no. no, no, That's just a a public hearing. Oh, gotcha. If you want to send in comments, they have to be submitted by 5 Eastern on September 30th uh, via email submitted to wcscomments at dnr.ga.gov. Telephone at 706-557-3223. Or the Wildlife Resources Division website. Or written statements mailed to the attention of Brett Albanese at and it's the address there again all of this can be found on us arc but if you were in georgia even if you don't keep any of the animals on the list you should definitely at least uh try to sh- just send an email send something um but have your voice and heard
4: be polite guys yes. be civilized mm-hmm. don't don't go off half cocked and stupid because that just that gets you nowhere you know be respectful be civil treat it like an honest discourse you know A lot of these situations, the legislatures, the the people putting forward the legislation, don't really understand the situation themselves. So go in to educate them. Yes. And be civilized about it. Because when you go in just ready to fight, then the only thing you get back from that is people wanting to fight you back because you came in fist swinging. Exactly. Hostility
1: breeds hostility.
4: Yes. So you just make it worse when you're like, you don't get to take my snakes away from me. You're an idiot and I hate you. That's no, you know,
0: also if make, you... It,
4: make it a responsible and intelligent reply to them. Get them to think and hear what you're saying so that there's an open dialogue.
0: So there's that. And if you're around West Virginia uh, this weekend, September 9th and 11th, this would be really cool. Uh, the West Virginia Herpetological Society is having their fifth annual conference September 9th or 11th in Kanawha State Forest, just minutes from downtown Charleston, West Virginia. We will be camping at the Kanawha State I'm probably that State Forest in the Dunlop Hollow group site on Friday and Saturday night. We will hike in search of herps Friday, Saturday after educational portion, and Sunday. Our speaker list for Saturday's educational talks is stacked with well-known names in the Appalachian uh herpetology and exciting topics talks will take place from 9 to 5 p.m so if you're up there in that area that'd be a really cool Sounds cool we can go camping and go herping so all right i've 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 done all that i think i need to do
2: we've got a good show yeah do we have a giveaway for the next month
0: i don't have a giveaway yet for the next month that's all right it just started yeah so if anybody out there wants to sponsor a giveaway shoot us a message and tell us what you want to give away. We can, we can do it. I'll
4: bake you a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just just go ahead and send that to me. Uh, Travis, you don't want anybody to get a hold of you. <laughs> Depends.
4: If, if you're willing to have a civilized and intelligent discourse, I'm more than happy to talk to you.
0: So you can find <laughs> yeah. them on Morph Market at Asplundi Asplundi genetics, Asplundi genetics, and his email is something along those lines too.
4: Asplundi at gmail, a s p l u n d i i. And if you search, I'm on on Facebook, Travis Wyman. I am not not, the motocross guy, (laughs) not the motocross racer.
0: Throw that one out there. (laughs)
4: And Instagram, I am snakes and snakes and bakes, snakes underscore n underscore
0: bakes. Should definitely follow him, and it'll make you upset that you don't actually get to have some of the snacks that he makes. I'm upset every Sunday when I see something new and I'm like, fucker, I don't get to have that. We
1: would get along so well. I love
2: baking. He bakes every Sunday for every his Sunday co-workers, for co-workers. Oh, and then posts so nice. about it online. I mean, it could taste
0: like, shit. I don't know. No, oh, no, they love it.
1: I say those pretzels that we got that one time were really good. I actually used to run a bakery out of my apartment when I lived in Dallas, and after a year, I decided that I absolutely hated doing it for money. It's the worst. See, and, that, and that's the
4: thing. Like, I've I, I've had people tell me, like, you know, you should just quit your job and you should open a bakery. And I'm like, I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> I would. It, I, it, it would be. It would be like the new generation of Seinfeld, where it would be like, get the fuck out of my bakery. Yeah. Just fuck off. And- Right. <laughs> nope, it's <going> for
0: you. <laughs> um, but uh if you want to get a hold of us, megan if you want to get a hold of you
1: uh lone star snakes on facebook or instagram
0: yeah that if you want to get a hold of us it is the reptile gumbo podcast on instagram uh on facebook and at gmail.com uh if you want to get a hold of me i don't have any snakes right now but it's uh simply serpents uh on facebook or simply underscore serpents on instagram i am posting pictures every like two or three days so i need to post one today I need to take some more pictures. I got some cool ones from a pine. I'm going to do pine snakes next. Cool. So uh, hold on, Travis, everybody else. Good night. See uh, y'all next week. We are putting out more recordings from our Corpus Christi show and from our Brian college show. We will not have a a live show next week, but we will put out, uh, we had some extra recordings from the Corpus Christi show and from the Brian. We're going to kind of mix them into one episode. So that will come out next week. Thank you everybody for listening tonight. Uh, We'll see you in two weeks. Good night.